Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. to the queens welcome 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 ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum i am your host dylan murray alex is away on assignment he and i quote um is at a bring me the horizon concert in an attempt to convince b Priestley to return to stardom that is that is why he is gone uh so i am of course joined by friend of the show uh honorary third man scott e wrestling scott edwards how are you doing my friend you absolutely i was trying not to laugh while you said that <laughs> i was trying to respect your uh great opening but i i i had to mute myself um but hello everyone that you couldn't have picked a more uneventful week from actually it ended up being eventful but originally it was not uh but thank you for uh having me i'm happy to fill in for alex i will try to be as sassy as alex is i will not succeed i will try it's impossible it's impossible yeah it's actually quite funny because Alex was like, oh, well, I could leave this. I mean, it's a Sendai Pit preview. It's reviewing the Starm Awards. Like, who cares? Um, and yeah. then, you know, his favorite wrestler's faction died and got reborn. So it's crazy that Alex's favorite wrestler is Mino. A little bit, but, you know. Like, ever I'm, since I'm... Alex decided Mina was his favorite, Mina has been on an absolute downhill spiral. It's been it's been pretty funny. It's been pretty. Funny. <laughs> um, the Irish love Mina. The Irish love Mina. It's also funny because at one point Alex was like, "I think Mina should should get out. I I don't think she needs to be here no more." And I, oh, like, I remember She's not that. Not that bad. I'm like Jesus, okay. And then and here we on. are. Here we are. If if when I when I say eh, she had a bad five star, I get I get screamed. <laughs> I don't uh, remember any of her five star. It was. It was I remember the Utami match that let me down. <laughs> Yeah, and then it, it, it kept being like that. Um, but that's enough of that. Uh, Alex, I'm sure you're <laughs> loving editing this uh, while you are away on vacation. Um, yeah, I mean, today is, because I'm hosting and I'm I'm me, I'm not as good of a host as Alex is. That's why he hosts every week. Uh, but it'll be a little bit more uh, lazy fair, I guess. Um, I, I was told to bring up one news bit, which is that stardom, has added a couple days to the upcoming Cinderella Tournament Tour. Um, it's not confirmed if those shows will have heavy tournament matches, if they, if they will be a lot. But it used to be, I believe, three shows, uh, the, the opener, a middle round, and then the final. They have added two more. Uh, let, me, let me see if I can find those. Why did Velke delete them? He sent them to... Here we go. Um, yeah, so the Cinderella tour used to be a uh, week and a half, about 10, 11 days. It is still um, only 11 days, but now there are additional shows. Cinderella tour will be uh, March 9th, March 10th, March 16th, March 17th, and then the final on the 20th of March. So it'll be more similar to how, la how last year's was in the sense that... Um, you know, I imagine there will be tournament matches in Himeji, which is a smaller arena, and uh, Maibara, which is also a smaller venue. So uh, it, it will be more similar to last year's than maybe I was hoping. But, 
you know, it's it's the Cinderella tournament. It, it, if it's good, it, it'll be good. If it's bad, it'll be bad. That's just kind of how that works. I know. I like. I understand why they do so many dates, right? Because they have so many matches in the tournament. But I really do think like the perfect scenario is a two day run of it. Now, I think I they mean, could get away with that. As a as a big fan of of US Indies back in the day and a big fan of US Indie tournaments, I never understood why they can't just do like a three day weekend. You know, like sure. a like yeah. like Bola does, or you know, like. Yeah. Like a lot of companies do, honestly, uh, especially in America. And they used to do that. They used to mm-hmm. have the like Osaka split shows and they would do triangle t- tournaments on those where it's like the, the first show in the morning, they would have the first couple matches and the second show later in the day would have the rest. Um, I know they don't do splits anymore, which is a good thing. It's it's terrible for wrestlers to have to uh, wrestle completely different matches yeah. within hours of each other. Uh, just every month basically back in the day i'm happy they don't do those anymore but i don't really get why they space things out like they do uh when they still have so many shows like I, that's always been kind of my take on that but um well yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for the cinderella tournament regardless surely it isn't uh, I, uh based off of like things you know we've learned over the past couple months i'm sure um i'm sure they're just trying to sell tickets with these shows and that's ultimately why you know because like this past weekend neither show went over 400 in um attendance and i just think like they're kind of trying to now avoid bundling shows more than anything which i don't know how that's going to go but i i like your idea of like the three days type tournament run mostly because i think with the cinderella like you kind of forget about it like after a week and then they're like, yeah. oh, we're doing it again. Okay. And then when you get to the finals, now the finals past couple of years, some have been really good shows and some have been um, you know, kind of whatever. I've <laughs> I I'm hopeful because this is the only other pay per view between uh the Supreme Fight and Boontai that they kind of go all in on the finals again. But I guess I won't get my hopes up. I feel like they have to. Um, and that also does kind of give me uh, some sort of excitement for who can be in the finals. Because, sure. uh, like, you know, I, I think, I don't know, we, me and you did an entire show over on, on your five-star Joshi show uh, talking about how we don't want to jinx uh, the Cinderella, so we just don't say any names at all. <laughs> right. We don't say but anyone. I, I, I am I am interested in the field this year for the Cinderella. Um and I hope that Mirai doesn't just go three peat. That's that's the hope there. I um, I'm gonna confidently say on this show, and the good news is I won't get act like I'm Alex. Um I won't get people coming at me if I say it. I'm confidently gonna say Mirai does not win the Cinderella this year. Big if I know. I know, I know. It's a big Hot take. I get it. I get it. Pretty crazy, but uh, I feel I feel good about that. Maybe it's gonna be my fault in the end, which is fine. Uh, if she wins, you can blame me at Scotty Wrestling on Twitter slash X. Just come at me. It's good okay. plug. Good plug. I I'm not asking for her to win. There are specific people I want to win, which is why I'm not gonna talk about them at this current. Yeah. Time. Yeah. No. I I tweeted it. I tweeted. I one saw of them that. I was yeah. like, I shouldn't have said that. No. No. <laughs> that happened bad, now, but bad decision um but yeah as far as i'm aware that's 
all of the news, most of the news that we won't get to throughout the show. Um, obviously, there were two shows this past weekend. There are two shows coming up. Um, again, I asked Alex, Shoe hey, is it, is it? Oh, yeah, the Shoe Pro thing. Um, I don't. I, I am one like, favorite wrestler, and I think that was the most noteworthy thing. Yeah, I mean, overall, right? Like, it was favorite wrestler yeah. overall. She beat Naito. That's disturbing. <laughs> I'm <gonna be> <laughs> um, no, and like, that is where my disconnect with Japanese fans is probably the biggest, I think. Tam. Is, is the Tam <laughs> of it all. Yeah. Because it's like, I yeah. get it, but I don't get it that much. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, obviously yeah. she's an idol. She's cool. She can have great matches, and she's a big storyteller type of... And like, I get the things that make her cool sure. but to make her get voted higher than tetsuya naito is like big deal that shouldn't happen <laughs> like <laughs> nobody should beat naito realistically you know even my favorite wrestlers it's like yeah but i mean it's it's naito so like tam winning that specifically is miraculous especially with the so did a great job in that one yeah no 100 percent. which wasn't uh, shocking um, but I think if anything, it's more of a reminder of like how popular the cosmic angels were. Um, cause not to was third. Yes. Um, and then Mina, I mean, was, Mina was 10 top. Yeah. Top 10, top 15. And then even then kid was still there. Like, like star had a Maya great showing. Yeah. Star had a great showing on the, on the shoe pro list. No doubt. It was a big win um, for you. Azami made the top 25. That that was huge. That was huge yeah. for me. I was like, I was like, see, she's she's not deeply unpopular like people like to pretend she is. It was nice um, to see Hazuki on there too. Well, we we need Hazuki to win more things. That's that's all I'm saying. Well, um, we'll get to that one day, hopefully. Well, uh, no, we'll yeah, get to the, her. You know, big matches later. Just two. Oh yeah. Now. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, we gotta talk about that. That's gonna be fun. Um, and Hanako also won newcomer of the year. Which was also a shock to me, honestly. Like I, mm. I love Hanako. I'm a big Hanako fan. Me and you actually uh, get into fights about Hanako. Um, oh, because you're a, you're a Yuzuki guy, right? So like I'm obviously yeah, I'm on the right side of history. And then there's then there's uh Alex who picked Runa, Kubo, and TJPW randomly. Yeah, so random. Strange individual that co-host. <laughs> love him though. Oh. Love him. Uh. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Hanako is really benefiting from the new rookies because it's making her oh one percent hungrier and I, I just think she's standing out. Note more. I have at some point on this on the show. Okay, perfect. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just it really lit a fire under her ass. Uh, just straight up, it did. Um, because she's she's been pretty. She was never bad. I never really saw her as like, oh, no. she's she doesn't have it together. Sometimes her timing was a bit off, but it's like that's mm-hmm. just kind of being new, you know, and that's that's fair. Um, she has gotten a lot better since the rookies have come, just because she has a lot more, uh, for lack of a better word, passion, I guess, in, in these matches that she's having. So I'm happy Hanako got the award. Um, I think she will be a great foil for Yuzuki going forward, yeah. and I think that. The foils of this company, uh, I, I talk about it with Ruaka a lot, are very underappreciated, right? Like mm-hmm. Ruaka is classically, uh, and should be if they both have you know long, uh, fruitful careers, should be the foil to Hanan because that's always yeah. been like they've always been the the yin and yang. That would just make sure. sense. Uh, so, but also Starm doesn't always 
really lean into that as much as I mm-hmm. think they should. So that's kind of your fear for, with Hanako is that it's like she's clearly figured opposite of Yuzuki, and Yuzuki definitely has a very high ceiling. So I wonder if that kind of relationship will allow her to be elevated to a similar yeah. level to Yuzuki, maybe not the same level, but to a similar level, or if she will stagnate like Ruaka has in comparison to Hanan as of right now. Um, those are all little things that you think about when you when you think about these rookies and, and how they're doing, because, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with Hanako's progress, and I think she's, um, as we're going to talk about with, with her in the Micah faction, it's going to be really great for her, and I'm really excited to see what she kind of comes up with going forward. It's very apparent to me with um, with those two that they want this to be something big, and I think that's like the most exciting part of it. They want these mm-hmm. two to actually have a story because so many times in stardom through the years, you can just see like the undercard have nothing, do very little. Um, I actually really enjoyed their match at... Um, the finals at uh, the triangle derby mm-hmm. show and it was just like it was just the beginning right because now we're seeing the edgier angrier hanako and i think that against what yuzuki currently is will be much not much better but even better match i should say and i don't want to disrespect that first one all things considered um but at the same time hanako also is trying to um, unfortunately for her in a tough spot replace hameka Mm-hmm. Which that's that's ultimately her role now. You know, Replace Tameka and Megan Bain, both yeah. of them have very cult followings, very cult mm-hmm. fan bases, but also kind of took the stardom fan base by storm. Like they they right. really captured the the love and the hearts of of stardom fans, yeah. both in Japan and over here, like and around mm-hmm. around the world. So it is a those are big boots to fill, uh, no yeah. doubt. I think Megan's. Pop- we'll kind of talk about her later, obviously, because she's leaving. But her popularity, I think, came more out of nowhere. Um, but, like, with Hameka, trying to replace Hameka and her importance alongside Micah even, I feel like makes it even tougher. Had she stayed yeah. away from Micah, maybe it would be a different scenario for her. But I think that'll be one of the interesting things to see throughout 2024 here is what will she be able to do um, now that she actually has a role, because I'm, I don't want to keep jumping ahead, but now that she actually has placement, I'm I'm excited to see what comes of it. No, totally. And um, we are jumping ahead a lot, so I think we should just get into the review portion of the show. Um, there's only one show up on Star World as of this recording, unfortunately. I thought they would get the other one up because, like, they got they got the twentieth up pretty early. Um, and I was like, oh, sick. That means we're going to get to, like, watch all of it. No, um, <laughs> just, the, just the 20th. Uh, so we will be going through this one uh, match by match. And then the next one will kind of just be going through the cliff notes as, as well as we can. So, um, yeah, this is the Stardom War Awards 2023 in Takadana Baba. Uh, this is day one of the two-day uh, stint in Takadana Baba for this, this uh, kind of special event. They do meet and greets and they do the awards we'll go through the through the star awards in after both of these shows and yeah it's kind of like a whole festivity thing um but as as we were talking about uh not the greatest number in takadana baba they they got 369 uh, fans in attendance 
which, you know, you want more. Uh, similar to the Osaka show earlier this year, or last week, I should say, um, those two shows also below the mark of what they kind of want to be doing in Edeon 2. So, um, you know, attendance is is a, is an ever-present issue for stardom uh, starting 2024. Uh, we, we just can, we can only hope that they kind of get back on the horse when it comes to that sort of thing. Uh, I'm really interested. Isn't the best number. I'm really interested to see what Supreme Fight ends up doing, mm-hmm. uh, because they've loaded it up. It is their first like full-on card in quite some time. Uh, I I don't remember the last time you know their roster felt that full, and the card kind of reflects that with multiple title matches, multiple important matches. Um, and it's in Osaka. I believe they already have. I, I'm not checking, but last time I remember they had like three sections sold out. So it sounds, it seems like it's going good. And obviously uh, with the new champions, it'll be interesting to see what they can do with their first pay-per-view as champions. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I do think that that's kind of like a benefit of the fewer big pay-per-views is that it's like, this is like anticipated you know what i mean like i'm I'm yeah. like looking forward to this uh it isn't just like oh it's a star pay-per-view this week damn that's that snuck up right. on me that's cool right uh like i'm i'm like excited for this card that's coming up in a couple weeks um it feels like the savior to it is of course the future of stardom title match we haven't had one on a pay-per-view in years yeah. so that's yeah. why it feels natural of course i was also yeah. i was also campaigning for a new blood tag title match but they did not put that on that card um, no, they did not. Though they they can't make the match that they did book a title match because of Saki, but um, if Saki Kashima was like anyone else, they could have easily just said it was a new blood tag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, but she is she is one of the Ooh. oldest blood in, in the company. <laughs> Ooh, Ami Sarei and Rana Yagami. Just do it. Just poor Saki. Would it, yeah, Toss especially with the, with the... With the uh, but Ami did just challenge. That's the issue. Yeah, but shut up. <laughs> okay. Just cause, just because uh, you're right doesn't mean it's okay. Uh, that's 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 the Dylan way of life. Uh, just because I'm right doesn't mean it's okay. Um. <laughs> Alrighty then. I, just, I just thought of a very specific example that. Oh man. Um. Anyways, anyways, the Star Awards Day One, the first match of the show was Meg Bain defeating Unimon, Saki Kashima, and Lady C in four minutes. She F5'd all three of them and then triple-pinned them. Uh, Scott, I don't know if you remember this, but this isn't a callback per se, but it kind of reminded me of the day that Micah... uh, Micah had a a trios title match a couple years ago, and at the end, she's just like, okay, I'm done. And she just hit the Michinoku driver mm-hmm. on all three of the Cosmic Angels she was facing and pinned them. And she's yeah. like, okay, bye. She, <laughs> Me- Me- Megan combined the Micah destruction of the Angels, which is always, that was a tales of the it's time. It was one of the best. Uh, with the Roman Reigns stacking of Edge and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. You know, I actually have a... There's a third. There's a third influence, which is which is Viper. Um, Viper oh Niven, yeah, okay. Back in the day, they used to give her these matches against uh, the kids. Uh, yeah. the, the issue is here is that instead of children, Meg demolished three grown women who have been wrestling for several <laughs> years. Uh, yeah. You know, when, when you do it to kids, it's like not as disrespectful. This is a bit much. <laughs> Sa- 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 Kashua was just high speed champion, 
Oh yeah. Now she's just. I mean, I understand what Saki's role is, but man, it was it was, it was a rough look. She's the perfect last cannon, you know. Uh, and by yeah. cannon, I mean not even a very powerful cannon. She just kind of yeah. is smart, uh, yeah. which I love you know, her. I love her in her role right now. I I wasn't like uh, I wasn't as quick on like the all hail Megan Bain train as like Alex was, for example. Mm. Same, uh, same. But I'm really sad that she's leaving. As a like, like she really won me over in the past. Like ever since like the tag league final and on. I feel like she's been really good and finally found like who she wants to be as a wrestler. And like anytime you can bring like a Brock Lesnar type figure to a wrestling company, I just think it adds a lot of intrigue because when she lost to Julia, it was so, so well built up by her dominating Julia. We don't see that a lot and dominating pretty much everyone that she ever faced. So it sucks that she's not going to be around anymore because I, I think the roster really enjoyed having her around. Um, I'm not going to get to see her and May Sarah, you know, do antics anymore. I think that's the biggest loss of them all, but Definitely. it's okay. It's okay. It's- I, I think, uh, I don't know if I, we talked about it last week on the show or if I talked about it separately. And I apologize to all the listeners if I did talk about this last week, is that I think the big thing that will hold back Megan Bain's case is like a top gaijin in in storm history is just her lack of a of a five star um yeah which at the time i wouldn't have wanted her in the five star right but like it the lack of a major tournament she had the tag league but the tag league was play i did say this last week it was plagued by injuries it was just Mm -hmm. not it wasn't a full tournament quite frankly like i don't think any team had all of their matches i don't think any of them were able to i don't think Uh, anything did yeah so like you know it, it was a completely crippled tournament so it it's difficult to kind of give meg that credit because she missed uh any major tournament which is such a big deal in japanese wrestling um i think that's the one strike against her because otherwise she's been getting better notably every week basically and she's just become a real um captivating member of the roster and yeah we'll we'll talk about her her departure match, we didn't get to see it, but we, they have a lot of notes on what she said and whatnot. So it, it'll be fun to kind of check that out when we get to it. Um, but yeah, she just beat a bunch of people. She she beat three, <laughs> like I said, three grown women. Uh, yeah. She stacked them up. And yeah, got, got to imagine that's that's a lovely point for Unimon's career. <laughs> I, I am like happy she wasn't in the five-star just based on how they booked her. Um, yeah. Though, like, she would have she had would've... to be like near the finals. That's the issue. She would have been in the Natsuko role essentially. That yeah. Natsuko yeah. was in this year. Um, it would have been weird. It would have been weird. Like, if the five star was starting now, I'd absolutely want her in mm-hmm. because I think she's like, she would just be so great. But even so, it's like, how do you book around that? She's gonna have like what a count out, um, maybe a single loss on like a roll up to like Azumi or something. Oh, you know what? Maybe we should put Mace there, and that's a big win for Ozzy. All right, I've come back around. I've come back around. Book her for the five star. AEW, give her back. <laughs> Please. Stoke. Stoke. I was Lee, about to say the same. Give her back. Hey Stoke, <laughs> you you will hold me. You will hold me. We. <laughs> you a real one. Send her back, please. Um, I kind of like yeah. that pairing though in AEW. But... Oh, it's gonna be sick. It's gonna be yeah. sick. I'm really. I'm happy that. Not to go on a W tangent, but this is Mega Bait, so it's okay. Um, yeah. I'm happy that Stokely's finally getting to actually be a manager. 
Oh, know? totally. Like totally. I mean, <laughs> he hasn't gotten to. Like he, they put him in Jade for like two seconds, and they're like, yeah, you know what? Never mind. And with somebody that's like good and needs a manager, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's a, it should be a perfect fitting. If they don't figure it out, that's like on them. Like this is like, well, this is the perfect. I know, I know. But this is like the perfect mm-hmm. situation for both Megan Bain and Stokely because Stokely's great at what he does. Megan Bain's great at what she does. Together, they can be a, a real uh, powerhouse duo. Um, though I wonder, aren't they going to put somebody with Megan Bain? I have no idea. I just know that like, that that's probably where the feud with um, stats going. Yeah. No. Yeah. But I don't know. Which we'll, is a we'll great see. first feud for Megan. If we could always, what we could always happen. do is we could trade Willow for Megan, and Willow can come over here, so that hey, you know, I'm all good with that. Shit. Like you know, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. But uh, okay. I'll that's stuff about Megan Bay for now. We have to make trades, but yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll, oh, we'll... if we're making trades, let's talk about trades. Um, <laughs> can we get Mariah back? <laughs> can we get Mariah back when Jamie's healthy? Can we? Can we get her? And y'all can get Ami Sore. Let's go. Okay, Gauntlet that's match. That's a great trade. Next. <laughs> Ami would kill it in America. I'm not gonna lie. Like she, she's good enough to where I think she would be decent in America. But and she, like, she's pretty and she, you know, has like that. But you know. It's not that hard um, <laughs> to be great in America. Uh, uh, is it though? Some to... people make it. Okay, never mind. <laughs> we're getting we're getting way off track. This is why, this is why Alex guides the show. Um, next up, <laughs> next up is the gauntlet match. It, Aphrodite ultimately won. They they defeated Rina and Ruaka of Young OED and Yuzuki and Ida to win after um, O2 line. Uh, beat the rookies and uh, Rena and Ruaka actually beat O2 line. So, so yeah. that was kind of the way that that happened. Um, Peps actually brought up to me that it was interesting. Rena pinned Miu. Um, yeah. Peps and and there were, uh, there were two kind of things I took from that. And two, one thing that he took from that, what he kind of took from that was that they're probably protecting an O2 line uh, Aphrodite match. And what I took from uh-huh. that is is that uh, I took something. I don't know. Uh, oh, that that I think Miu versus Rena might be a bit further out than we were expecting. Uh, if if they run that, if Yuzuki yeah. doesn't just beat Rena, um, that'd be so real. Which yeah, we'll see. But I, I think th- those are kind of the two things that kind of uh, I was interested in with with this gauntlet match the match itself there was some fun stuff in it i i kind of skimmed through this one i didn't watch it all the way through but there was definitely some fun stuff especially the closing with izuki and ida versus saya and uh, utami i thought there's a lot of fun stuff there well how, how i did that? my job and i watched Jesus. it all the way through and i'm here to say that i like o2 line i think they keep getting better and better mm-hmm. um azumi's very good against the rookies that was like I think that was my favorite part of last weekend too. Was that besides the um, Aphrodite versus Azumi and Sarah tag? Yeah. Um, like one of my favorite things was seeing is just seeing the rookies work and work against real talent, not not just each other, mm-hmm. right? Like you know, this isn't New Japan. We're not just gonna put the new guys against each other and nothing else. Um, we're gonna put them against real wrestlers and see how they work. Um, and that's you know what. so and and i apologize everybody who doesn't listen to ring post radio but i know something (laughs) it was very funny it was ryan um scott's beloved co-host ryan 
very great great podcast it's my favorite podcast to listen to personally Rod, the you your point was proven that they put the young guys exclusively against their young guys so much because yeah. Ryan said that two young lions debuted last week they uh-huh. debuted six months ago they just haven't wrestled on like against people <laughs> they've yeah, exclusively crazy, like wrestled on dark matches against each other basically uh or against <laughs> oscar and and yoda yuda you yeah. know like yuto sorry but you know like it, it's that like you're 100 right i just thought that was a funny thing <laughs> is that it's yeah. like they are so like young lions are so like kept away from everything else mm-hmm. that motherfuckers who debuted six months ago you just don't hear about it until six months later (laughs) so like that's why i enjoy these house shows because yeah i get to see yagami kick azumi's head off from time to time i get to see sayaka karara poor girl gets pinned all the time she's so good it is she is (laughs) like i watch her and i'm like i'm like what why is she the one that always has to lose i'm like i'm not saying rana or yuzuki should either but it's like man they just decided early. She's the one that's losing. It's no not matter like what. this like gigantic gap. It's like there, there's a no. gap. But it's not that bit. Like she's really good. <laughs> I think her and Rana are a lot closer than people lead on to. I um, agree. I think Rana kicks, so like people are excited for her. But Sayaka Karara does a Goldberg spear. Come on, folks. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. But you know, I I liked this match, and um, seeing Yuzuki and Ida together was a lot of fun. I was wondering kind of how they would work, because obviously, like there is um, intrigue, I guess, to Ida's placement in Stars moving forward, as you and me have talked about. Uh, I don't think she's leaving anytime soon. We have new blood champions. We have to run very very far with Wing Gory. I don't want them losing anytime soon. Um, but I, de- I definitely think there's going to be the intrigue going to be between these two. And I really liked how they worked as a team based considering this was their first match together. I'm really looking forward to Hanan and Yuzuki, though, since they're kind of like the friends of yeah. the, you know, for, for Yuzuki. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're like trading partners. They're really, yeah. they seem close. In the main event, Yuzuki was in the ring like as soon as the belt rang at the mm-hmm. main event. And I was like, that's, that's a real friend right there, man. Yeah. Come on. That's a real homie. That's a real homie. I'm really excited to talk about that match, but we'll get there. Yes, we will. Um, one other note that we didn't get to talk about last week because we didn't see it, and since Alex is here, I can say it. Uh, that's the that's the beauty of me hosting. Is um, because <laughs> we didn't get to see the Yuzuki segment uh before we recorded last week, so we just kind of knew what happened. Um, I thought the Saya's part in it was really interesting because, mm-hmm. like, as you know, you you have seen the mask fiestas, um. Ida is like has worked herself into a shoot of of being <laughs> of being the young like vet. Yeah. You know, yeah. that that you know, back in the day, Oedo Tai dresses a bunch of trainees and yeah. Ida, who was like six months in, like a year in, was their trainer and like their like their senpai and she was like yelling at them to, you know, do it right, get better, you know, put some put some passion into it. And she's just that now. Like her promo after after that match against the rookies was her just being like, I can't feel you guys' heart. You guys need to get better. And I think yeah. that's interesting because it continues to show that she's not following in Mayu's footsteps. She's following in Hazuki's, mm-hmm. uh, which could be an interesting thing either for stars or uh, if if there's, God forbid, a some sort of split in stars. Yeah. I, I think that it's like, 
there is the there are those two philosophies of yeah. you know Mayu Mayu seeing Yuzuki and be easy. I heard that. <laughs> Calm down now. That's uh, the reality. Of, of of Mayu, you know, Yuzuki being like, I really admire Mayu, can I can I join this group? Mayu being like, You like me like that? Really? Uh, that was a great. Of meme course there, you could kill, you know, like like that's yeah. that's Mayu's kind of philosophy on it. Whereas Suzuki is very much like, prove to me that you belong yeah. in a ring with me. You know, like it like that's like it doesn't matter if you're in my group or not, you need to prove to me that you you deserve to be anywhere near me right now. Uh, and she does it in a loving way. Obviously, stars are baby faces, but I, I do think that there is that those two sides of of stars in a way, of of Hazuki and Ida, Ida kind of becoming like a hard ass like Hazuki is in comparison to the Mayus and the Kogumas, um, and, and Hanans. Right? I, I think that's kind mm-hmm. of an interesting uh, dynamic that we will, like you see, said, see with Ida and Hizu- and Yuzuki going forward, and and all of that good jazz. Um, I hope. They... Yeah, I, I, I liked I liked what I saw from that match for sure. I like when they run the faction matches, and I hope that they do that at New Blood. Like, Ida kind of... They get to the point where Ida's like, I want you to prove to me that you should be here, right? And then you just run Yuzuki and Ida, and they, you know, probably deliver, like, this awesome New Blood match that goes, like, eight, ten minutes. Um, But, yeah, I'm very invested in what the future of this group looks like because they were stacked, and then they got more stacked. And it's like you you know that's not going to last. That's the unfortunate reality yeah. of these factions. But for now, I'm going to enjoy every bit of it because they're just all so good. Like sometimes, just like let me enjoy the good group. You know, just let me enjoy it. Like we've enjoyed stars for so long as is that I know like it's not going to last. But I, I've I've enjoyed it too much. And these two, I think, long term are going to be a fun duo on these undercards. Totally. Um, and and stars has that where it's like, you know, uh, their their glory days were perceived to be behind them with the Mayu Arisa led group. Um, and I'm not going to say that this this new foundation of stars, this new constellation of stars, as we used to call it, uh, is is going to be better than that. But I think from a top to bottom standpoint, it is such a good group. Um, yeah. And me and you are such stars fans. We could talk about this for an hour, so we're we're gonna move on. But we'll be I, back. I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, we'll we'll be the back for the main. Stars. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back. Um, the next match was Oedo Tai, which is Starlight Kid, Momo Watanabe, and Natsuko Tora. So the A team of Oedo Tai defeating Suzu Suzuki, Mai Sakurai, and Julia, who are all currently factionless um, in the wake of. EDM dying a couple weeks ago. Starlight Kid yeah. pinned my Sakurai with the Star Suplex in 12 minutes. Um, she's pulling that out again. Can't mm-hmm. wait for Soriano to kick out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you didn't yeah. watch this, right? Uh, I I saw some of it. Man, DDM might be dead, but I'm still confronted with Julia and my Sakurai against the yeah. Tai, which is just like, it's my least favorite trade. combination. It's just, I, I've never liked it honestly uh the only the only good member of like the only member of ddm that like i've i thought was good against oedo tai was tecla uh which is a very oh, strange thing to be most good at recent ddm even even earlier i didn't think that they had good chemistry against oedo tai i just it, but oedo tai also wasn't as good in, yeah it's when weird DDM was good 
Because, like, I think Shuri and Momo rock against each other, but, like, okay, well, when yeah, Shuri like, was gone by the time that happened. <laughs> exactly. You know, so it's it's kind of tough. But yeah, And, and Momo it, was right. in Queen's Quest when they had their best stuff together. Right. You know, so yeah. it's, like, uh, just on a general consensus, I just don't really see a lot out of Wado Tai versus DDM. And now DDM dead. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I think <laughs> Julia against against oedo tai is still not good and yeah right against oedo tai is still not very good suzu was there which was definitely the the most positive part of it i i will say like suzu and julia are very happy to be together right now uh that was very clear to me in this match they're just happy to be teaming uh clearly they've been waiting for this and i don't know when the you know whatever the initial plan was for these two in their story i'm i'm guessing it's probably out out and not happening to the extent that they wanted it to anymore uh just based off of you know the rumors of julia leaving and ddm being gone so what felt like rather soon um but between that and momo just like kicking julia's chest in i had a good time you know i, I had a fine That's time good. i I think Momo, Tora, and Kid will be a fine challenge for uh, Shuri, Mirai, and Ami somewhere down the line. Since they're kind of giving them all these top groups, they're not they're not yeah. really hiding away from. And them. also, that's like a rivalry. Um, yes. Didn't they run that in the Derby, and it was bad because it was. Well, yeah, they did the count out. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah that doesn't I, count. Sure that's not their I'm fault. Sure run it again. I'm sure they're running again. Because, um, yeah, I mean, DD, or I keep saying DDM, Godzai versus Oedotai does feel like a feud that they'll probably want to kind of follow up on. Uh, so, depending on if Kid is champion or not, I, I could definitely see them challenging, maybe even winning down the line against Godzai. Um, but, you know, I see that. Yeah. it's it's stardom. You never really know what's, what's about to happen. Um, many twists and turns in the wonderful right. world of stardom. Uh, next up is the is is the big one in terms of story at least. Uh, it was Micah and Hanako defeating Mina Shirakawa and the returning Wakasukiyama. Uh, Micah crazy. pinned Waka with the Enka Atoshi too. Not yeah. even she didn't even get she didn't even get the Angel Killer. She, this woman made it to now. the semifinals of the Cinderella, and now she can't even. Uh, so sad. What a fall from grace. Even though even though we say fall from grace, she didn't win one time <laughs> for so long and then yeah. she won like five matches in a row and then never won again uh she that's an eye damn it she pinned an eye and she pinned ida those are the only two discernible uh pinfall Man. victories i remember from waka that's tough that's tough for Ida. <laughs> a little bit yeah oh out this is a real deep cut into the into last year's um house shows i'm pretty sure it was at the same house show that i made you watch that match from yeah last weekend we, we watched <laughs> we watched week. a, we watched a koguma undercard match i made you watch that uh on that same card ida lost to waka and she just started throwing shit and yeah. stormed backstage it I was crazy that. um but this match i i did watch all the way through i enjoyed this quite a bit i thought this was kind of where i saw hanako really putting in a lot of work against somebody who wasn't the new rookies uh because it, it just feels like her entire, you know, aura is, I hate using that word, but her entire aura is improved with uh, people aura. under her. Easy. I, I, I said I, I don't like the word. People use it too much. But no, just the, no. her vibe 
uh, has improved immensely just by their existence, not even just against them. So I really saw that here. Uh, I also saw Waka looking good, you know, like she didn't really miss a step. I, I've never been too crazy about Waka in ring. Looked like Waka. Yeah, pretty much. She looks like Waka. Um, it was basic but good. That's that's pretty much the the over under on the match itself. Micah and Mina had some cool stuff. Like I said, Hanako impressed me. How how did you feel about this one? Before we get to the post match, obviously. Uh yeah, this is the match that I thought Hanako shined the most, which yeah. kind of is what she's supposed to be doing in these types of matches. And I think with her, like we said earlier. Her biggest challenge is just kind of be trying to find herself rather than trying to be someone that she's not, mm-hmm. right? You, you, you're, she's not going to replace Mega Bane. She's not going to replace Omega. But what she can do is use her unique size and power to get ahead. And I thought this match, like, she did that very well. And I think her and Micah are going to be great together. I think that's what's most important here because mm-hmm. that's going to be her role for the foreseeable future based off of what happens, of course, after this um, and what has been happening for a while now. Uh, but I do like that Hanako is with kind of the two people that made the most sense for her, right? Cause she was teaming with club Venus once upon a time. She's the bouncer. Yeah. And I always thought she was really, she oddly fit with them mm-hmm. and she comfortably fit with Micah. So I'm looking forward to seeing how she grows now that she actually has like partners to lean on because that always does so much help as well. Like Hameka grew the most when she got to do so in tag team wrestling. I always thought. And I mean, even to a lesser extent, Lady C had some of her best early work alongside Micah and Hameka mm-hmm. uh, in Triangle Derby and before that when she would just tag with them individually. I mean, Megan Bain uh, did too with Micah. Yeah, Micah's <laughs> Micah's really Micah's yeah. the perfect spot for Hanako. And yeah. Uh, even before they started tagging together, when it looked like Micah was going to separate from DDM before DDM fucking yeah. died, as I as I like to say, um, even even before that, like I was like that would probably work, just because I feel like that's someone who will really get Hanako make the most out of Hanako. Right. Uh, and uh, if if you follow their twitters at all, you'll notice that Hanako. Her like most beloved senior is Mina Shirakawa. Like Mina's always replying to her, always like really has her back. You know, she's she's really supportive of her, uh, very clearly. So I, I do think that in that sense, it works very well. And and we'll we'll talk about that now. Um, after the match, like obviously beating Waka, so Micah grabbed the microphone and said that Club Venus kind of fucking died. You know, <laughs> she's like she's like, do y'all even exist? Like. Waka, I'm I'm happy you're back. Like it's cool that you're back, but like Mina's been been grinding to try to keep this thing alive, and I just don't think I don't think you guys can do it. And then Mina's like rolling through the reasons, and was so sad. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, they both kind of like came for each other's throats. It's kind of killer. Mina was like, yeah, well, all the foreigners left, and Waka was hurt, and you know. But, But then Mina, then Mina goes like, you know, but the crazy thing is, is that it's like. That happens. Uh, yeah, your your friends just left you <laughs> one by one. So like, I mean, Hameka retired. DDM's dead. Megan's leaving. Do you yeah. even do you do you have any friends anymore? Like, you you, you all would think alone, they were going for a big title match the way they were doing. Yeah, <laughs> which I kind of I kind of appreciated. Um, and then after that, they were just kind of like. 
damn, I guess I guess both of our pasts are kind of our pasts. You know, they're they're behind us at this point. So they agreed to unite under a new banner. Uh, it has not yet been declared. I no, they'll think. declare it Saturday. They said the first time Micah and Mina team. They'll now yeah. So yeah, they're probably beating Lady C and then declaring their name. Um, poor Lady C. Poor girl. Uh, yeah. So they decided not to decide on a name, but Mina and and Micah kind of decided. You know what? Let's let's see how this goes together. And from there, Micah invited Hanako. Hanako started crying her eyes out. Uh, and Micah's like, "Hey, don't 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 cry. Don't cry. It makes me sad. Stop. Stop. Stop it." <laughs> and Hanako just said she wants to be as strong as Micah is. Um, Mina asked if if Waka was still going to follow her, and Waka said yes. She wants to tag with Hanako. Doesn't Waka um, look like an idiot? Just think about this though, right? Like Cosmic bit. Angels on top of the world. She's like, you know what? I'm gonna go with Mina. Faction's dead within the year, and now she's like, yeah, I'm just gonna keep going with you, Mina. I mean, you didn't team with me when I got my first win, but yeah, I'm gonna keep going with you. you I mean, care. that always that always was weird to me. Uh, I yeah. mean, Cosmic Angels store the Cosmic Angels stories that they've yeah. told as a faction, fucking bizarre to me. Like just <laughs> overall, like a lot of them just you. make very little sense to me. Like I get some of them like are just like very face value, and that's why I'm just, like, yeah. I read into it too much, and it just it doesn't work if you do that. But some right. of them, it's like okay, so so Tam was kind of a terrible leader. But then she sure. decides, you know what? I'm going to be a good leader this one time. I'm going to help you out. And then a week later, she's like, fuck you. <laughs> she's like, I am leaving. I know you just became a good leader, but no. <laughs> Bye. I mean, like, Mina, that's hilarious. Not me. Mina. Tam was still a bad leader after that because she made oh, Yunamori yes. go through the world to get in. But uh, yeah. it's still just I mean, funny like to think about. I mean, Tam had one high spot of a, as a leader, and then immediately it backfired. Like, that's hilarious to me. Um, Tam, Tam got this super team put around her, and she was like, yeah, I'm a great leader. I was like, ah, no, you, you're lucky. I that's, I, like, yeah. even when I um, interviewed Sayori, she was like, yeah, I saw Tam crying. I felt bad. So I was just like, all right. It's <laughs> like, it's like, I guess. That's how the, we, not because I like friends. Just, I felt bad. No. I like Natsupoi, kind of. Not really. But, you know, it's okay. <laughs> They're all right, you know. Hell, hell of a group. I thought I'd have somebody. I thought I'd have somebody to have my back, but it turns out they just got hurt. <laughs> so now we just here. Um, now I'm the leader. Look at me now, though. I got a belt. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. What's up, What's up Poi? Sorry, oh six man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shouts out! Shouts out the homie. But yeah, so so they invite Hanako and Waka in, and then Mina says, "Well, you know, I didn't think Club Beans was gonna fucking die today." But uh, uh, Zena's back, <laughs> and Zena comes out, and everybody's everybody's happy. Zena's back. Uh, for us, uh, Lion King enjoyer, enjoyers, we we know that uh, Daga been there. Yeah, yeah. Daga now is is pretty much full time in Noah, and He's Daga dating. is of course dating um, Zena. So Zena is very often in Japan. She's been in Japan like more than like she's been in Japan and Mexico. Born, she hasn't been since she left Stardom. Uh, she just hasn't wrestled. So I kind of was hoping this would happen. And I like Xena. I think Xena's pretty cool. I was hoping this would happen because it's like she's too good to just be hanging out with Daga and not wrestling. Uh, not wrestling so, 
still. So yeah, she's still not wrestling. She's still not booked for any any cards for the next two weeks, as far as we know. Uh, she so must have been in lovely. city, and they were like, "Here's Zena." <laughs> I, I was talking to Velke about that. That he's like, she probably needs to get like a proper work visa. Like yeah. she's probably just like been visiting long term, pretty much, and she needs to like mm-hmm. actually be allowed to work and get paid. Uh, that so that's probably lying, a whole nother. Yeah, uh, that's probably a whole nother gimmick that she has to deal with. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so Zena joins them and they become a new faction. Um, funnily enough, I, I mentioned it earlier. Me and Scott were having a watch party. We were watching some some old matches and listening to some. We actually watched new theme songs. We watched. Yeah, we watched. We watched a new match as well. Yeah. We watched. We watched some wrestling together. And Xavi, uh, Xavi actually alerted us that um, yeah. that crazy shit was happening. So. Uh, that that's how we we found out. We both found out at the exact same time, and our, both of our reactions were, "Really? Yeah, <laughs> we were." In the moment, I was just like, "This is what they're going with for Micah," and then it, I it thought felt... about it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, it it felt peculiar all around yeah. because it was very, and even watching the segment, it was very out of nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, like, there are certain ties here and there, but not enough to where it, like, makes sense. I thought that the segment did a great job of kind of, like, laying it out in a in a way that kind of makes sense, where it's like, we never had beef, you know, like, I, I think you're interesting. I think you're interesting. We don't really Michael have Michael was always into me, no? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in, they did not allude to that, though. In slightly excessive ways. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, I'm pretty sure the it might not be anymore. But the most uh, popular clip on Starum's YouTube is Micah looking at Mina's boobs. Uh, that's that's, that's that's true. Th- there, it's a short. One of the most popular uh, videos in Starum history is of Micah staring at Mina's boobs, and now just, they I, are. You know, I would sh- I would I'd be a pain in the ass for you. Just be like, why do you know that? But I'm not going to do that. Well, because analytics, you know, Starum analytics. <laughs> You got to find out. I mean, it used to be a Yoshiko clip video. Um, that used to be the most popular video on the yeah, start of you. uh, YouTube. I know these things. Okay, calm down. Mm-hmm. You don't gotta. No, you I don't believe gotta you. Be... I I'm not shocked that you know that like these stats. I'm not at all. Thank you. I think. Yeah, no, it wasn't a mean thing. It wasn't a mean thing. <laughs> I, 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 since you're not going to tell the people, I, I just want to step in for Alex here since I'm filling in for Alex. Oh, I was going to. I was going to. A- Alex on. wants the people to know that they'll never forget the Club Venus dance, but that the new faction is Beast. And that is the exact quote. Which, lucky for Alex, I don't think the Club Venus dance is dead. I just don't think people are going to be doing it with Mina anymore. Which hasn't been the case in like six months <laughs> like right because mina still has her entrance and the club venus dance is just mina's entrance <laughs> like mina still That's does the true. dance yeah it's not like and i don't the, think uh, i don't think mina's event. like i don't think mina's changing her her gimmick all that much you know uh i think this is very comparable yeah, she's a number two now well yeah that part but i think this is very comparable to tcs um, in that mm-hmm. it felt kind of thrown together. I think TCS had the benefit of it being a draft. So it was like, that's like it, the point is that it's yeah. like this, like that was like Hana's brainchild of like, she was the only person with this in mind. Uh, and I think that worked for that. Uh, I think this doesn't have that same, you know, fundamental reasoning behind it, but I do find it similar that it's kind of like a total shakeup. And I wonder 
you know, I, I was going to say, I'm like, I, I told Alex, I was like, you're probably better off not coming on the show this week because uh, I think I got to call Mina Jungle Kiona. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's the Jungle Kiona of the situation, which no yeah. no stardom wrestler wants to she be actually won the match, Jungle though, Kiona. Like, for a title. Yeah. So. She, she won a title, but, you know, it didn't last very long. Um, no. It was. No, yeah. it did not. So, like, I think that's kind of an interesting point of view I have in that it's like, you know, Jungle Salt Nation died and it kind of got adapted into TCS uh, with, like, half of the members going to TCS. This is similar with Club Venus. Literally half the members of Club Venus are now in this group and it's gotten adapted under a new leader. So I, I do see parallels there. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how they kind of pull this off, right? Because... Yeah. I mean, with TCS, uh, Hana was like on the on the on the you know rocket. She she was getting rocket strapped to the top at the time, and we don't know with Mika and Mina. You know, well, like Mike's after the world this champion, that's works. But after well. this world champion run, yeah, what do we do? It's very just five guys in that sense. Is that it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like what does Sonata do without the belt? And because of that, because Sonata is so far ahead of everybody else in his group in terms of just like standing. What does the group become without a world champion? There's a natural feeling over this group of, like, underdogs. Yeah. um, Because both Mina and Micah arguably were never supposed to be champion over the past year. And naturally, they got there, right? Mina got there despite I don't think she was ever the plan at one point. Um, And then they just kind of like, well, we have to do this now. Um, you know what? I know she wasn't the plan because there was no way we were going from Saya to Mina to Tam to Mirai. That just never made sense to me. Um, and then Micah obviously wasn't the plan, right? Neither was Suzu. It oh, was always not. Tam versus Saya. And then it was Suzu over Micah. And, right. And when Tam had to vacate the title, everything changed and they went with the hot hand. So these two have that similarity to them. And I think Waka has an interesting aspect in that she was never like she got technically she got hot last year too. And, and, mm-hmm. you know, people wanted to see her win and Hanaka was the rookie that's been around the longest, but she watched someone jump over her in getting a faction. So there's like these little st- there's this little story for each of them to be connected. I have not, I do not have I a mean, story for Zena, so do not ask well, me for one. I think I, I kind of do. I think that like what you're kind of getting at is that they all have this chip on their shoulder. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. mean, with Zena, she, you know, came in without fanfare whatsoever. Uh, she left, you know, popular, like people, people appreciate her, but she didn't leave a Mariah May. Right. You know, she didn't leave a Megan Bay. So, you know, even though I think it's kind of forcing a story in a way, I do think that, that she can stand in that same sense where it's like, well, you know, she has a chip on her shoulder because people perceive others to be more deserving or make more sense as like the girl, right? Like the right. one. And all these wrestlers are kind of like that. Um, they're all also kind of disruptors, right? I think that's that's an interesting kind of wording. I hate that wording when it comes to like, it's actual use in, in like the tech world, but yeah. I think it is, it works very well in this sense where it's like, uh, Waka, 
I can't imagine that the long-term plan was for Waka to be one of the only people to have a win over Kyrie, you know, and and huh. to pin Nanai. Like she yeah. forced herself to for it to like it may it worked because of her hard work into making a a lane for herself. And yeah. as you said with with Mina and Mike, I think it's very similar. I think they're all uh, kind of disruptors in that sense. I think it's. I think there there are a lot of similarities between them, but when we saw that first picture, it was like this doesn't, <laughs> no, <laughs> this no, doesn't work. Like how how the fuck does that work? Uh, but Seeing I'm definitely together, way... Go ahead. like in the video, like the the match out of the post match, I started to get it. Yeah, yeah, like totally. It's it's not natural, but neither were their runs to the top right between Mike and me. Mm-hmm. Those weren't natural, um, and I I just think like. A group with a chip on their shoulder, despite having reached the top, is very interesting, right? Because the leaders proved to the rest that, you know, maybe we weren't the first, second, or third pick, but we got there. And I I just, I'm excited to see what Mina and Micah do together more than anything else. And I think that makes, I think that makes the most sense Uh, because, like, there's a possibility they could just be a great duo um, if they ever want to run them as a duo. But right now, it's okay, you're, you're, starting a new faction with the world champion so clearly there's at least some care put into this even if it feels very mix and match right now if you look deeper into this group and into who the members are it gets a little more reasonable i do think that in the comparison to tokyo cyber squad they are missing that number three that kept them so strong um but we'll see what happens to be fair uh, at that point there were there were four factions so yeah, it's, it's like now now it feels like there's 17. I know there isn't, yeah. but you know, it so it yeah. it's harder to kind of and even though the roster's uh gotten bigger in that sense, I, I still think it's kind of hard to yeah. designate another person, especially with what? Suzu kind of yeah. up in the air. I respectfully say leave May Sarah out of this. Yes, I agree. Um, don't even look at her. May Sarah is where you she know. belongs. And we will talk about May Sarah in, in just a couple minutes, in fact. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm happy with this group. I at first I was like, I don't I don't really like it that much. We I was reacted really... at the same time. We we're like, what? Why? Yeah, we, <laughs> it, it felt like a downgrade for everybody initially because I was like, okay, so so Mina and Waka are no longer like Waka's the number two rookie here. She's not even a rookie no more. You know what I mean? Like that. Right. That's... She's the pin eater still. That's rough for Waka, and this is rough for for Mina. In theory, she's not the leader anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. This is rough for Micah because she went from you know being a founding member of the of the of historically the winningest faction in in yeah. Stardom history, basically, to being in Club Venus. That that was the initial thought. Was that's like that's where we're okay, um, right. and and it, it benefits Hanukkah. That's that like at first I was like that's good for Hanako, <laughs> um, but the more I've kind of let it marinate, the more I've kind of th- thought about it. When I saw the segment, when I kind of see the cards that they have coming up with just the tag matches, I get it right. I mm-hmm. I, I totally get where they're going with it. I'm excited. I'm excited for what it can become. Uh, Scott, I'm putting you on the spot. What's their name? Oh jeez, um, it's gonna be something that I couldn't even imagine, right? Like it's good. Like I'm never gonna be able to think of it. Um, do you think Venus stays in the name? You know they they said the the last lines of 
the of the promo that they had was um uh i i look forward to working with you emperor or empress and micah said said let's let's do it together venus i could see it like being like the venus empire or something very just obvious but i also know that micah and mina empire you know empire's gonna fucking die i hope um (laughs) (laughs) bump that no uh but i also know that micah and mina are both nerds like they're like they're both big like japanese history nerds Mm -hmm. so they could go with anything you know i mean uh i don't know i'm I'm interested which is good yeah a little scary at the same time I know I, it's there's a 50/50 chance that it's a terrible name and we're just going to be like oh, okay. And then eventually we'll get over it, but it'll be like it definitely could have been called something better. Um but they also might just have a perfect name in mind. Um also mm-hmm. very quick note, I need Mina to to go to sumo to to <laughs> to go to sumo matches as much as possible because every time she's gone, uh she has been the good luck charm for this uh the sumo wrestler who's a big wrestling fan. Uh he actually went to he went to Wrestle Kingdom two days before the big sumo tournament started because he's that big of a fan. And real, that's yeah. Uh, every time she goes, Wakamoto Haru, he does great. So I need her to go to sumo as much as possible because <laughs> that's my guy. <laughs> um, but that that's just a little little tangent. That's enough on that. Obviously, uh, this group will be a a hot button topic moving forward on Starm Quest. We will uh, talk about it very frequently moving forward because obviously they have their first. A bunch of matches this weekend that we will talk about a little bit later, um, as a as a unit. But now let's let's get to uh, one of our shared favorite wrestlers. It was May Sarah defeating Fukigen Death in just under five minutes with a at the end of a roll up exchange. Um, this was May Sarah's third defense third of the successful defense. of the high speed title. I, I forget the Tekla one all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, I forget the Hanazono one because it was. I don't. See, I don't even remember what show I, it happened at. I love that one. It happened at the Osaka show because Hanazono only works Osaka, brother. Um, but yeah, I, I really like that, that show. <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah, this was a sub five minute, you know, high speed special. Uh, this was one of the best Fuki against singles matches she's had in several years. Um, Respect def- Mayu on. Yeah, well, yeah, the Mayu one was two years ago now. That's that's the one that I was thinking. Damn, it was. Okay, okay that's the Mayu. Crazy. The Mayu one was like in in like May of 2022. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe crazy. a bit earlier. Uh, and then you know that was that was pretty much the other great Fukigen singles match. You know, what I mean, like she had yeah, she had yeah. a, she had fine matches in the in the five star she was in a few years ago, but that's right. 2021 now. You know, we're. We're going back pretty far. One of the better Fugian singles matches you'll you'll see. Uh, Yoniyama, this is not even amongst the top 20, 25, 30 Yoniyama matches ever, because she's no. one of the fucking best ever. But under this specific gimmick, um, no. specifically the Fugian one, I also think Death Yamasan had great matches. But under this specific gimmick, this was one of the, the best, um, in my opinion. I thought it was such a fun five minutes. Uh, I know you're not not crazy about a lot of comedy, but I love when Barb gets involved in these high, like in high speed comedy spots. I find them so funny, <laughs> like him going to poke Fukigen Death in the eyes for no reason. <laughs> He's just like, man, you mother, like just like like it was just like a knee jerk reaction. He's like, 
I gotta poke the clown in the eyes. <laughs> I just so found that so, so, so hilarious. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've said it before, Barb Sasaki is one of the best referees in professional wrestling. He is just such a natural in just like, he, he does both of the great things referees need to do, which is kind of blend into the background when you need to, but also are, is such an interesting character when you like notice him. Like he's such a, mm-hmm. just a very charismatic, very, He's the third. He's the perfect third man in a match, right? I, I I'm a big fan right. of his, uh, and yeah, I just thought this match was great. Um, how do you feel about this match before we kind of get into some of the, the schematics of it and what it kind of leads to? I know a lot of people have been down on the high speed belt for a little bit now, and I feel like if you leave this match thinking anything but we're getting on the right track, uh, you you would be wrong if you thought otherwise. Like, I think this was, for a sub-five-minute match, they nailed it. Like, this is what high speed's all about, right? You pack a 10-minute match into five minutes. That's essentially what they did here. You got the antics of Fuki and Death, but you also got the greatness of Kaori Oniyama. You got Mei Sarah, I think, really showing, like, her comfort now in singles mm-hmm. because she did... She, I still wish she got the five star because I think she'd just be obviously. She needs to be better. at it this year. Like yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be this year. They'll be. I'll be shocked. I'm gonna be very mad. I'm gonna be very. I'd be really shocked if she wasn't, because I think she has, her stock has went so has gone so much higher since. Even like since the end of that five star, mm-hmm. uh, because she she used the pre like the non the uh, prelim tags to just get herself over it never mattered who her partner was it never mattered who she was facing i think maysayers just naturally has a connection with a lot of the roster um and and my hope is and we know what the next challenge is my hope is that she can have that breakout singles now because I think that's what a lot of people are waiting for on her. She's had the breakout tags. She does it every time they put her in a main, a big tag match. She is the star of those matches almost every single time. Uh, but she's waiting for that breakout singles. I, I liked the Hanazono one like you did. I liked this one a lot. The Tekla one was really upsetting. Um, yeah. And I think that's kind of the match that sent people like, oh, maybe May Sarah's like not ready for the spot. I think I she don't. is. I don't, and I, think I don't know. Like, I don't know how anybody didn't. If you're gonna blame someone, uh huh. I know. Oh, trust me, I know. I'm keeping my <laughs> mouth shut and, on and this hey, podcast. Hey, I really, I really, I like Tekla more than a lot of people. But yeah, that Dylan, was I'm that try- was somebody's fault, and it wasn't the champion. <laughs> Dylan, I am trying to be good. Do not get me I in know. trouble. I know. I appreciate um, But I think if you were having any doubts with May Sarah, this match is the start of her proving you wrong and i think the next title match is going to be absolutely fantastic and it's going to be the mace there breakout singles match that we're all waiting for everyone points to azami as being the one but there is no better matchup to have a breakout against than her next opponent but this was really good no complaints here i had a blast watching it it was it was an easy easy match to watch everyone that like stardom should watch it because it's less than five minutes and they pack so much in. Yeah. And I mean, even the roster really likes it and you could tell, I mean, a tie 
never very active seconds. I mean, outside of like when they're doing big heel stuff, mm -hmm. every single member of Oedo Tai was out at ringside laughing yeah. their asses off yeah. the entire time. Like, it's just like, you know, Fukigen Death, I, I give Fukigen Death a lot of flack because I think that it's, it's one of the weaker Yoniyama characters. And I also think it's just been around for a long time. I'm kind of getting uh, a bit worn out on it. But it like Fukigen Death is such a funny character when it when it when it really like yeah. hits it just yeah. works because yoniyama is still such a tremendous performer uh she can make pretty much anything work i feel like and this match was so good the the um the roll-up exchanges was some of the best you'll ever see like really like like it was just so seamless it was so fast-paced there was no like like missteps or like you know mistimes everything was just it was just like they yeah. were a rolling ball around the ring for a good 40 seconds and then one of them won and i think what? when you can make that work so well it's yeah. so cool and I, I i just i appreciate this match so much like this this is one of those matches where i'm just like i'm gonna rate this way too high because this was just so fucking good <laughs> like i just love this for every every second of it what may is learning and i'm noticing more and more as her matches go on is that she's learning that she does need to slow down sometimes because, like, she's so fast. And, like, yes. every movement she has is seamless. That... I mean, she, she's faster than Azumi. Yeah, which is which crazy. Is insane. But that's because Azumi's learned that there's a perfect pace yeah. to hit. Right. Right. And May just keeps going and going and going. Like, she'll jump through the ropes. She'll do, she'll do the uh, blockbuster. And then she'll get up. And then she'll do another move. And it's like, not everyone can keep up. We saw that in the Tekla match. Right. Yeah. They. It, that's why that match didn't connect. It's like one was just not able to keep up with the other. Yonayama is so smart and so used to this, and still has you know the high speed speed to keep up. That it just worked so much better because I think May has learned from her first couple title matches, and now we're seeing it every time she gets a shot. Like. She wasn't slown down in this match because then you kind of lose what May Sarah is all about. But she took her time, and I think that's mm -hmm. the big difference. And and the more she takes her time, the greater she's going to be. She's one of the best, like plain and simple. If you turn on a Stardom House show, more often than not, she's going to be one of the best on that show each and every time. Um, and it helps to just have more singles matches. And the more singles matches she gets, the better off she's going to be. No, I, I totally agree. I think. Um, and not to, not to dwell on this too much, which you know I love to dwell. Um, but I think it is interesting because you're right. Like there is certain instances where she could slow down, and she does slow down, and I think she's starting to get that, and it works mm -hmm. um, because she knows what that means. I yeah. think a lot of the issue with American wrestling is that they'll tell you to slow down, it's too slow, but then you start just like wrestling in slow motion, not mm -hmm. slowing down in the sense that you're making things breathe a little bit more are we gonna like make you, a just, joke you could i mean I, I, some people again can't i help it man some people just they they wrestle slow and they just they just they just can't change that see, yeah but you know like i, I think that is a that is a difference because like in america you are taught to slow down like to watch, really like take it in I may match yeah, like that that was something that like I imagine she was told, you know, like, oh, yeah. you need to slow it down a little bit. And I don't think she did. I don't think she needed to slow it down. Maybe a little bit in certain instances, but she didn't need to just 
wrestle slower. That wasn't the right. point of what slowing down is in wrestling, you know, but that's getting a bit, you know, especially against Aminata. Like I think Aminata could handle her going. Yeah. Fast. I mean, she, she was a, she was, I'm pretty sure she wrestled marvelous quite a bit. She did. Uh, once upon a time. Did. Yeah. Like, you know, I think besides the point, that's enough. AW. I know we always, we always throw a little bit of a, of a poke at AW on, on every hey, episode. You know. It feels like, um, and hey, I thought that match was really good, but I do think that's like when you see a great like when you see a great women's wrestling match in AEW, for example, the one critique I have is like you can move faster, <laughs> like physically you can yeah. move faster. I know this could be a bit faster of a match, right. um, and I I think that that is it's a subtle art that you need to learn, and Maysera is definitely learning how to do that properly and how to do that correctly. Um, but as you alluded, well, first of all, Maysair also broke the trophy um, yep. after the match, yep. Ross, and Rossi Ross like, oh, laughed at her. Right. <laughs> He's just like, damn, that's that's tough. <laughs> she just, like, put it on, she just, like, put the trophy piece, like, on the trophy, and she's just like, all right, I'll And then she gave it now. back, and, and then <laughs> in the main event, Shuri's like, oh my god, I broke it! And then they're like, nah, that was, that was May. May. May broke it, don't yeah. worry. She's like, but it's broken! <laughs> uh, but as you alluded to, um, Sarah does have a upcoming def- uh, defense at the Osaka show. Uh, was it announced here or the day after? I do not remember. Uh, she said it backstage. after this. Yeah, she said it backstage. Okay. It got made official the next day. Okay. Um, Sarah challenged uh, one of the greatest high-speed champions of all time, Hazuki, to a to a high-speed title match at I was not uh, ready for that. the Osaka show. Um yeah, neither was I because, and I I went through and checked. Uh, Hazuki hasn't lost a singles high speed match since 2015. The first one, her first one, and it was against Koguma. So, <laughs> uh, and, and even then, she hasn't been beaten in a high speed match right since 2017, which was only kind of she kind of kicked out of three. I'm not gonna lie, she kicked she kicked out, but you know, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. So. <laughs> So it, at first I was like, how is this going to work? The thing is, and I feel like we've kind of forgotten this. I forgot this until this match. May Sarah instated high-speed rules yes. in her matches, which means 10-second countouts, 15-minute time limits. Mm-hmm. So no high-speed wrestler. Yeah, uh, which, which is interesting because uh, Hazuki tried to do that, but they wouldn't let her. Uh, back in the day, she also did. She also added in a little bit of body shaman, so I get I get why they didn't make yeah. it an official rule. Um, do, do you know Hazuki's old old rules for high speed? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, where it's <laughs> it's ten minute time limits. Um, if you challenge once, I don't think you could challenge. There, there was one other one, yeah. and uh, you have to have a six pack. Yeah, she. Uh, she so she was just saying, "Fuck you, Yoniyama." I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> face you. And then Yomiyana beat her. Yomi Yoneyama beat her. She won the championship. She beat Azumi in a three-way, which is a, a funny little thing. So yeah, uh, I think the rules will kind of save them here, because mm. when I was thinking about this, I was like, "There's a non-zero chance that Hazuki just wins," <laughs> because yeah. like that is hard to overcome. Uh, but yeah, how, how do you feel about that match being made? And uh, obviously, we're both big fans of both of them, so I, I kind of know how you feel. But um, kind of take us through what you're thinking when it comes to uh, May versus Hazuki. It rocks. <laughs> you know, like, plain and simple, this is what I want 
from stardom. Let it, forget the high-speed title. This is what I want from stardom. You put mm-hmm. the best against the best. I wanted Ozmi versus Suzuki so bad when Ozmi was going and going. They gave us the three-way, and I understand the history part of it. It was great, but I wanted the one-on-one match because oh. I know it would have been even greater, right? You know it would have been even greater. And if there is a match to back up May Sarah in her reign, it's going to be this one. Because Suzuki pulls no punches. Suzuki can match that speed with the way she wrestles and the intensity she brings. This is as good as it gets, I think, for May Sarah's reign. Like, it's not going to get better than this. That's not a shot at Ozmi or anything, but they've done that match. Hazuki re-entering the high-speed division, even for the one match, is more exciting than most decisions they could have made. And I think they're very much trying to get behind May Sarah in every which way, which is why they're giving her this match. Uh, because Suzuki looked like she was on her way to a Wonder of Stardom title match literally a month ago. Not even a month ago. Two weeks ago. I don't know why I said a month. Uh, this is a long month. Um, it is a long month. Two weeks ago, it looked like she was getting a Wonder of Stardom title match. And that doesn't seem to be the case, obviously, right now. Could be down the future. But I'm perfectly fine with getting a big Hazuki singles title match. We don't get them enough. And if May Sarah is able to roll her up or however she beats her, it's going to be a great moment for her in continuing her growth. Um, and Hazuki just, you know, she rocks. And we, I can't stress enough how many more opportunities I'm hoping Hazuki gets this year. Um, mm. Whether it be, obviously, she had the trios title match on this show. She had the, she's going to have the high speed title match. I hope Kogu is back soon so FWC can challenge for the tag belts. Um, and then, of course, what we all want, which is her challenging for the wonder sooner rather than later. I think this could be a quietly big year for Hazuki, at least in big title matches, because the fact that we're adding in the high speed to what her usual resume is per year i'll take that any day yeah i mean last year was like a remarkably quiet year for hazuki and she still had one of the best matches in stardom like period (laughs) it's kind of insane um and yeah i i feel like i also really appreciate this because hazuki is such a near fall master that i don't think i will fully know who's winning or if this match will go to a draw until this match ends either with one of them winning or in a draw. The reason why I say I'm 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 kind of I'm not leaning towards it. I think Maysara walks away with the title, but I'm not fully against. I I don't necessarily think that Hazuki uh is is certainly not walking away with the championship is because I feel like with the highest speed division, the issue is just the amount of people that are in it. So, and how you can tell stories with that many people, or that few people, rather. So, when I say, oh, maybe Hazuki wins, I only say that because I can kind of see Hazuki winning, holding it for a couple months, and then Maysera climbing her way back to beating Hazuki and making it bigger. Which they were going to do with the Micah thing, but then that was kind of overruled, and Micah just won (laughs) in December, which I think was the smart decision. I could see them doing with that, that with May. Uh, I don't think May 
goes the rest of this year without the high speed championship if she does lose to Hazuki. Uh, right. And I don't even think Hazuki is going to win necessarily. I just, I, I will be very much on the edge of my seat for this match because, like I said, Hazuki is the master of near falls. Like I, I, I'll believe it when I see it. Whoever wins this match, or if it goes to a draw, that is the theme of this pay per view. It is challengers that can win the match, mm-hmm. right? You walk, you look at Micah and Saya Kamatani. All of them. <laughs> That's crazy. It's all four of them. All four, right? I don't think there's an extra one. Yeah, all four. Like you look at Micah and Saya Kamatani. You think Micah should win that. But you never know. We know what Saya was supposed to be doing at the end of last year. So you never know. You look at Starlight Kid, same situation after a quiet, quiet year. She has a real chance to hand Sayori a zero defend reign. Uh, and then of course with the future title match, I think everyone looks at that and it's like, are they are they ready to go all the way with Yuzuki? I don't think the anyone Yuzuki would be shock. shocked. The Yuzuki shock, exactly, for the future of Star Belt. Um <laughs> But with the high speed title, there, like you said, there is no one better at convincing you they're winning a match than Hazuki. And this is a match that she can actually win, right? This isn't the Sayakamatani match where we're all going in. And it's like, well, we know she's not winning because Mina's going to happen next month. And then by the end of it, I'm on the edge of my seat thinking, oh my God, Hazuki, Hazuki's going to win. And that's the beauty of this match that's the beauty of what may sarah can learn through this match which is a big part of this i you know we can always talk about like match quality and stuff like that but this is a match for may sarah to learn from and i'm hopeful based off of the match with fuki and death that she's going to deliver which i'm pretty confident that she will and and may sarah and hazuki do have uh not necessarily history but they do have a relationship to some degree um mm-hmm. And like they, they've just, I think it was in like an Instagram questionnaire. Uh, Hazuki was asked, like, or I don't know what happened, but basically it was just like, oh, May Sarah's sick. Like, I would love to work with her a lot more. Um, she's, she's yeah. insanely good. Right. So it's like there's desire there. Right. Which is always, there's passion there. Right. Uh, which I think is always a great thing for these sorts of matches, which will be undercard matches. They will be, I mean, this will be sub 15. At most, it will be exactly 15. So it's, it's not, you know, this uh, big, it doesn't have that big fight feel that some some matches might have, uh, but there's a lot of care that I think will be put into it, which I'm really excited about. Um, so yeah, that's that's Maysera in the high-speed title. Let's move on to the main event and then move on to the show that we didn't get to watch because we, we have been talking a lot about this one show. But to be fair, it was a it was a fun show. <laughs> hey, we got we had to uh we had to pack the pack the minutes a little bit, you know? Yeah, it's a tad, just a tad. Um the main event, Shuri Mirai and Ami Sore defeated Hanan Mayu and Hazuki. Mirai pinned Hanan with a Lariat in sixteen minutes. Um this was exactly the finish I thought it should be, because I said it last week. I I think that Hanan needs to be past Ami. Uh, and I think if Ami had pinned her, it would have been her going backwards. So I think them having Mirai beat Hanan, Hanan kind of being like, okay, I need to I need to be on Mirai's level. That's where I'm shooting right. for. Uh, whereas while Ami still kind of gets her heat back and is like, is like, well, I, I helped. I helped. You're a loser because I helped. And it's like, okay, homegirl. Um, 
I think that's perfect for everybody involved. I think I think anyone that's not allowed to call someone a loser, it's Ami Sarai. But that's fine. Not saying, just saying. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I was very happy with the finish. I said it last week. I think Mariah should pin Hanan so that Hanan can kind of be shooting for Mariah and she can kind of be done with the Ami stuff. She's not done with the Ami stuff. She'll probably have to beat her again, but that's okay. Uh, I, I'm just happy that Ami didn't her. get it back. You know, what I mean, because like, like they've yeah. kind of been trading back and forth, and I didn't want Ami to just it for for it to just keep going for another however long. So I'm happy with that part of it. The match itself was really good. Um, Scotty, how about you tell me a little bit about it? Hanan is fucking incredible. She's so good. <laughs> She's like, so good. I, I I know you've also been saying this, so it's like it's not like I have to fight Alex on this or something. Um, not that I think I would. I think Alex agrees that Hanan's great. Uh. But so this is just going to be like the Han on praise um, mm. circle here. Uh, but she is so ready for the next step. And this is now the second straight Artist of Stardom title match that she's had where she has been the star of the match. And yes, she has been pinned at the end both times, but she has been the star of the match. And Every single time I've watched her this year alone, this one month, they have put her in a big spot and she has just come up short. They are building her up for something. I am not going to jinx one of the possibilities. I will not say it. (laughs) But there's no need to wait with her anymore. There is zero. Like, this is the reason Stars is so great. Because she is the number three member in the group right now. And she was the star of this match and this show that included this match specifically that included Mirai, Shuri, Mayu Yutani, and Hazuki. Not talk about Amistad, right? Come on now. Um, and I watch the way that she wrestles the closing to her matches. And they're so they're so exciting. They, they remind me a lot of Hazuki's, right? Like, mm-hmm. she kind of convinces you that she can pull it out no matter what. It's not necessarily the same because she's not hitting the Hazuki straw or anything. She does have 17, though. She does. And I remember when she had that on Starlight Kid and the Battle Royal, and I, I was like, if this mm-hmm. match had yeah. been live, I would have thought Hazuki was winning. I mean, Hana was winning. Hazuki, Hazuki was not even in the conversation at the time, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, Somehow you still thought she might win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought she was winning that match going into it. So did I. That so matters. Did I. Uh, but Hanan has learned the best traits of the best stars members, and she is making it part of her style while also bringing her style, right? The judo aspects and the just unbelievable ability to be a baby face. Like she's 18 or 19 now. She's 19. She's 19 and she's this good. Like, it's not fair. It's not fair. I don't remember what anyone else really did in this match. Mayu and Hazuki, like, I know they were all great, but this Hizuki, was the Hanan show again. Considering that Hazuki and Ami was like the worst match of the five star, Hazuki and Ami did well together. Uh, that, that, yeah. that was the one thing I, I noted was that, oh, wow, th- this combo was not bad. Like, it was, it was quite good because uh, uh, historically they do not have very good chemistry. So I was surprised by that. Like, by the end of the year, Hanan should be a champion. She is one right now, but I know. No, but, like, I, 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 
I'm not. I I don't want them to wait too long. Like I understand, like she's 19, and that that's ridiculous to say. But like, people are getting behind her. People want to see her pull off the big win, not just the new blood tag belts. She's got to win the artist or the goddess. I know she's probably not winning the wonder this year, but she's got to have that match. She's got to have that wonder stardom title match. Just keep going with her. They clearly know it because she's just so close. And Ami Saray can try to bully her all she wants. Get out of here. You're not even the same league, but like, just, just stop. I'm so excited to see what Hanan does next because she's just getting better and better and better and better. And her next big match, I know she's going to deliver again. Yeah. And I, I, I'm sorry to uh, bring up New Japan again and just, you know, um, you know okay. non-stardom non wrestling, but she reminds me of how they bill Kosei Fujita. Because um, mm. Walker, you know, good brother Walker, was bringing up that it's like Kosei Fujita was always good, like as a young lion, but then he he got the technical stuff from Zach. He got the the hard hitting stuff from Mikey. He got the high flying from Robbie. And he and he just really like absorbed everything around him. And it made him such a complete wrestler that it's like scary. And he's 21 years old. That's yeah. how Hanan feels. Like that, that's very comparable mm -hmm. to to Hanan in the past two years uh yeah. of, of of stardom because she really has taken that like that undying babyface attitude of mayu you know that that mm. uh some some of the more like aggression from hazuki she's gotten faster uh like koguma and hazuki as well uh that it, she just really just like grabs everything from it and i mean her and ida clearly are such a tremendous team together as well you mm -hmm. know um and and with the judo stuff as you said i i think that is kind of like how i'd compare it is like a kosei fujita who's like well he's gonna be the junior ace and a year and she's going to be and she should ace. be the ace in a in a year or two as well you know like i think that's a she's just so good she's so good she's the type of wrestler you give the keys and don't look back yeah i, I think and... i think that the question has very long been should hanan be presented on a zoom in starlight kids level and i think that she should um she, no offense to them but she will probably blow back past both of them in terms of that's what I was kind of thinking in this match. I, when I was watching like this match, I was thinking it's like, I think Hanan, long term, is the one. Yeah, like yeah. she's at the one. Yeah. When so, uh, I you were on the podcast with me on my show yes, when we had yes, to we answer the question this. about the five, and we did. I went Suzu Hanan. I think you did too, and then it was like whatever after that. Maybe Suzu maybe Hanan you said Charlie Kid. Rest. Yeah, you yeah. considered Kid higher, but. I think you were pretty set on Hanan as the number two. And Even like now, popularity. like if we're talking long-term again, like if, yeah. if they all stay healthy, Hanan might end up above Suzu like yep. it, it, in the long-term. Uh, yeah. 100%. She's just, I mean, and I've, I've talked about this. It's like, I don't know how they work Starlight Kids future because yeah. like Hanan is so undisputedly better to be the heir to stars Maya, than yeah. kid ever was you know and i loved i loved stars kid i thought that she was great uh yeah. I, I thought that there was some there is something there right. but like it's hana man right now it's just like uh, that's just that's it 
that's the answer. That's the answer yeah. to all the questions is Hanan. Um, it is. And I, I don't yeah. like my excitement this year in stardom has come from the young crew. It's mm. come from the new rookies. It's come from Hanan. You know, it's, it's come from, I, I guess I, I don't really consider Hanako a rookie in my brain anymore, but it comes <laughs> from her, what she's doing. Uh, it comes from Azumi and Starlight Kid, I also don't because I feel like she's had so many opportunities that they haven't yet. Um, yeah. And the more that they get these opportunities to shine, it's just proving that like this is the future, you know. And and we can we can uh, make fun of all the other companies in the world that don't go with their future immediately. I'm not going to name names, New Japan, but or TJPW, whichever you prefer. Um, yeah. But it's just like I'm all I'm almost um, spoiled, right? Because I'm like, all right, when when's Hanan gonna get the big match? When's the, because you know that Rossi and company are willing to give them these big matches. It's not the it's not we're not in the seats of others where they're like, oh, when are they gonna get a win for once or <laughs> get the match or just like get the opportunity to wrestle in the match? We know they're coming, right? Um, and I'm hopeful that by the end of this year, Anon has at least a Wonder Star title match to her name because I think she anything less would I, be I a feel shame. like I feel like the Rumble was indicative of like that's yeah. got to be where they're going um, at right. some point this year. Uh, maybe, so maybe not against Kid. I, I don't know if Kid wins that match. I would though. love I mean, to see Ano versus Hanan. I would as well. I mean, their, their five star match was like a, one yeah. of those dark horses you know like the the ones that nobody I, really I, thinks about I, but it was great you know i still think i still think of azami and hanan from oh from yeah Star. i mean that was one of i mean i know like, i'm talking to so you so it's different but like yeah if i talk to someone else they may not agree <laughs> but i mean you also look at, at hanan's performance in that triple threat tag from new blood you know like it's just I love that match she is very hazuki like in that wow. like she has quiet periods but when you just like look at the stuff she did do yeah it's like dude she's one of the she, best come on <laughs> she's one um, of the best already but she did not win this match she lost uh eye contact should beat aphrodite they I mean, won't but i wouldn't be against it i ain't trying to jinx it but i agree i agree no i agree <laughs> um man that's that's the dream but uh <laughs> And and that te- ten minute match they had was like such a oh, pre- whatever, so good. Whatever. It was it was a it was a great prelude to something that should happen. Okay, uh, <laughs> we gotta get we gotta move on. <laughs> yeah, God, God's I won. God's I won. Mariah beat Hanan yeah. as as she should. That makes sense. Um, and the trophy yet again fell apart, and Sherry was yeah. absolutely distraught. Uh, sorry, so Sherry. Funny. Sherry so is funny. is such a a great just like, she's so funny. She is very, very funny. She's very Okada-like, where it's like, in another world, she'd be the great... In fact, on the indies, she was the greatest yeah. comedy wrestler. <laughs> it makes sense why her and Kana are friends. Because, like, if you see Kana now in WWE, They're she's very so goofy. cracked, yeah. Yeah. But, um, then, uh, yeah, Ami talked shit. Hanan looked like she wanted to spit in her face. She didn't. I wish he did. It would have been so badass. It would have been so badass. I would have been like, oh my god, give her everything. Give her the belt. Give her every belt. She's so cool. Look at her. Um, 
but no, she didn't do that. She she walked off. And then Rana came into the ring, stanced up as always. As grabbed always. the grabbed the mic from Shuri, requested to join uh, God's Eye, and uh, Shuri very sweetly said, "I was hoping you would ask. Uh, of course, you can join." And I thought that real like that, that's got to be such a, a nice way wording for a rookie. You know, is that it's like she 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 wanted this, so, you know, like I I. Yeah. I my that warmed my heart. Um, and yeah, that was going to be un- incredible because now she's going to learn from Shuri. Oh yeah, I mean, like, man, she's filling the. Storm's in kind of good shape right now. I'm not going to lie. She was filling the void that we hoped that Inaba would man. fully take on. That's that's exactly what I was like. I was like, man, I don't, I don't even want to think about like because I was like, oh, Rana and Shuri tag league. Then I was like, man, we used to have Inaba and Shuri tag league. <laughs> Yeah, sick. Karate Brave, baby. Never forget. Such such a legendary team. Um, but yeah, and then after that, Saki was like, yo, so I'm I'm still cool, right? <laughs> and Mariah's like, yeah. Yeah, what? what? <laughs> She's like, Shuri asked you if it was okay for her to join. What what <laughs> what are you talking like like Saki's like, can I can I do the pose? She's like, Yes, you could do the pose. That was so good though. Do the pose, come on. Uh, and yeah, that was the end of that show. Um, a fun show, top to bottom. There was a lot on it, lots to lots to discuss, lots to decipher from this show. Um, the next show we did not get to watch, so it will be a little bit uh, faster, luckily for us. A lot faster. Um, yeah, there was some stuff on it though, so uh, let's just get into it. It was the Star Awards 2023 in Takadana Baba Day Two. This one drew 391 fans, so a little bit more than the first one uh, by what uh, 20. 21 22 people uh in the first match it was a three-way where the hell did my translation go here it is um it was Mio Amasaki defeating defeating wait three-way was oh it's three-way tag yeah three-way tag okay my bad it, it was a three-way tag uh Mio Amasaki and Lady C Yes, my 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 page doesn't translate properly. That's why this is always so hard. Um, Lady C and and Mio Masaki defeating uh, Sayaka Karara and Unimizumori, and also another team that was Rana and Rina. Rina? Oh yeah, Rina. Yeah. Interesting. Because I remember when they announced that match, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then the day before, they were like, yeah, no, she's going to God's. I was like, oh, cool, sounds good. Yeah. Um. Miyamasaki won with the the Tensai, the Go to Heaven. Uh, oh yeah, Maysera sent the clown to heaven. That was that was the bit, by the way. Yes. Um, Miyamasaki won with the Go to Heaven or the Tensai or whatever she calls it uh, to get a rare win for for Lady C and Miyamasaki. So good for them. <laughs> it took fighting. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I won't say. <laughs> no, I know. Um, next match was my Sakurai. Uh, the fuck is that? My Sakurai winning with the S Cargo over Death Yama. That's not her name. Fuki and Death. I'll uh, never watch that match. Yeah, you know, I agree, but My Sakurai said something interesting after this match. Uh, she said she wants to work with Death further. Oh my god, my Sakurai gonna join away the tie. Today I won a serious battle with Fukigen, but you, even though you are a commoner, are quite strong. I hope you and I will continue to improve each other from now on. 
uh, looks like I'll be able to do it. Uh, I look forward to your continued support. Hmm. I mean, since since Saki Kashima got betrayed, uh, I could see them kind of pairing my Sakurai with with Fukigen Death. I feel All like my Sakurai is giving my Sakurai singles matches, and I am not asking. I'm not them. watching them. Um, no, but I I am interested in maybe my Sakurai in in a later time. I'm not interested in it. I think it would be pretty bad for everybody They did involved. do the pose. It was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, it was on funny. The, uh, Saturday show. That was funny. But yeah, so she said some suspicious words about death. So maybe that will be something to keep your eye on. Um, death. Next. Sorry. Yeah. Death, death, Kukigin, death. Uh, classic. Um, yeah, the next match was Wakasukiyama and Minishirakawa winning against uh, Saeeda and Yuzuki. Uh, Mina won with, I believe, the Glamorous Collection. Wait, no. This, this was the actual move, wasn't it? It, oh no, it's the glamorous driver Mina, which is the, uh, you know, the thing. I'm supposed to be yeah. the move guy. I completely forget what fucking. Come on, man! Oh, it's the bloody Sunday. The bloody Sunday. The bloody Sunday. That's what it is. Uh, the very bloody Sunday. So yeah, yeah um, Mina and Waka win a match. Uh, they're already on the upswing now that now that uh, <laughs> they're now the Club Venus is dead. So that's great. <laughs> what do you think Club Venus's win loss record was? They must have won like twenty five percent of their matches. Uh, it was rough because they always had like bad Walker. anchors. Oh, yeah. Yes, but you know, like like yeah. early on they had Zaya, who would lose. Ugh. Then they then they had Waka, who would who would lose, but she wasn't losing at that point. They had Jesse, who would lose a lot, and Zena lost decently. And then Waka was losing a lot. So, yeah, it's it's probably not great. <laughs> you know, when not you say all that, it makes sense that Xena's the one that they brought back. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, she's the good one who isn't signed, so. Yeah, that you just said Zaya's good because she signed. Oh, well, no. You signed the TNA, baby. Jesus. TNA. That's on them, man. TNA. That's on them. <laughs> That's that's their choice. That's their choice. That's between them and their god. I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, me personally, I, I don't know about that. Um, the next match was Shuri Mirai and Ami Sore uh, defeating Mamatsunabe, uh, who was that? Ruaka and Natsuko Tora. Shuri defeated Ruaka with the drumroll, please, the, the Suzaku. Who would have thought? Poor Ruaka. That's that's my only take. I don't know if Ruaka's ever gonna like get out of her role. I think once either Momo or Kid leaves, Ruaka becomes a a strong goddess challenger, if not champion. I think she's a strong challenger for the goddess now. She, I, I mean, don't... shit, she had one of the better goddess yeah. tag matches last year with Natsuko mm-hmm. against Seven Up. So like, like, but like in terms of uh power level, like yeah, I think that I she right. will she will become what Natsuko was a couple years ago. Uh, yeah. soon, hopefully, as soon as as soon as they clear the way for her, because Momo and Kid are just never going to allow any of the under undercarders in Oedotai kind of like move up. And Saki Kashima already left, and she's kind of doing her own thing. So now it's just kind of on Rina and Ruaka to kind of suffer from this uh, this kind of weird situation here. Uh, 
which I guess you could could be said with like a lot of wrestlers on the roster, but I think Ruaka is the most notable to me because I feel like she had a place and she lost it. Like like you could see where she was going and then she just wasn't going that way anymore. Because I also said this to Peps the other day, that is it's like Ruaka was the go-to partner for Starlight Kid, Natsuko Tora, and Rina. And then Momo became Natsuko's go-to partner. Momo, yeah. become, Momo became Kid's go-to partner. And Fukigen yeah. became Rina's go-to partner because Saki left. So, like, Ruaka just is left to hang, right? Uh, I, I think that's where I'm, like, very specifically, like, okay, Ruaka should probably move up sooner rather than later just mm-hmm. to the role that Natsuko Tora had in Jungle Assault Nation. You know what I mean? Not even, like, to, like, a, a insane spot. Just someone who can challenge for the white belt and or the wonder or the women of honor belt if you will uh and (laughs) it's called back uh and you know get get a tag run out of it like i I think that's where ruaka needs to go but right now she's as stagnant as can be yeah i almost forget she's on the roster sometimes which is like a a really sad thing to admit because she shows like when she shows up she's really fun to watch um i'll I'll 100 I'll always defend her in that sense. The problem like, yeah. doesn't always show up. Yes. Well, I, I don't blame her. her. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't blame her for, for not really giving a fuck when she's losing a three-minute match to fucking nobody. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I can't fully blame her. Um, next match was Megan Baines' farewell match. It was, uh, who is this? This is Julia, Suzu Suzuki, and May Sarah. Defeating Hanako, Megan Bain, and Micah. Julia pinned Hanako uh, in the lamest decision of the night of the show with a ba- backdrop driver. Um, they could have done literally anything. Uh, and I feel like I feel like Julia over Hanako, it makes sense. But given what this match was meant to be, is super lame. Like, and given given the context of everything. Yeah, I you know when I first saw, it, I was like, damn. So, so the person leaving didn't lose. Neither of the people leaving. Right. The the other person, you know, reportedly leaving, won. Everyone else just stood there. I mean, I didn't see the match, so I have no idea. But they just stood there. That's upsetting. The one thing I like about this match is that they just put everyone that had some sort of connection with Megan Bain in it. Yeah. That, That was like... That was like the one thing I was happy about, but when I saw the result, I was like, "Man!" I mean, I was calling for a May Sarah over Megan Bain. I know they weren't going to do that. I get it, but they should have. I think that's like sick. where this where this should have gone. Um, because I mean, think about it. Megan Bain's only been beaten by Utami, Tam, Julia. I think yeah. I think a token loss to to May Sarah works. You know, it's crazy um, that I like I understand like. Megan Bain's been signed to AEW this whole time, but like, I don't know. Mariah May was yours, and and Mariah May lost a lot more than Megan Bain did. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, she lost to Hanan last day. That, well, that's, that's what I mean. She's real. That's because she's real, though. Like, yeah, you know, Mariah May's real. No, I, I agree, but but that is what I think they should have done is just give Maysara a roll up win over Meg because that would have really put Maysara over, and it would have been like a perfect. Uh, close to the Megan Bain story uh, for now, allegedly in in stardom. Um, yeah, okay, bet. 
Prove it. Man. Come back. I imagine she's probably on the Philly show. Oh, that would make sense. Prove to me that proves to me that this means something to you, damn it. God. To be fair, to be fair, she she was a lot less final. She's like like because Mariah, that's who I compared to. Is Mariah was like, okay, bye. I loved you guys. It was so nice. I'm never coming back. I'm sorry. Like that that was the vibe. Whereas yeah, Megan yeah. Bain's like, I ain't fucking done. Yeah. <laughs> I want to kill y'all more. <laughs> I think I if Megan that. had the choice, she would keep going right now. The her wording was very much like yeah. that. Where she's like, yeah. I am deeply depressed that I'm leaving. And I was like, Damn, are you supposed I to say that? Are you, are, you, are you supposed to say that? I feel like you shouldn't yeah. be saying that right now. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was nice to see Micah go to the airport with her too. So like, Oh yeah, really I, think, I think everything post this match was super sweet. Because Megan Bain yeah. kind of got allowed, like was kind of allowed to break kayfabe in a way. And just be like, the seemingly sweet girl that she is. And just be like, Man, I appreciate y'all. Y'all, y'all took care of me, and it was really nice being here. Um, even just little anecdotes at the award show that we'll get into very quickly in in a few minutes. Like it, it's just, it felt like she really uh, was allowed to just be like, y'all really helped me a lot, and I, I appreciate that. And I think that's always very sweet. Um, but yeah, she, she she said uh, that she's sad that she that she's going, but she doesn't think that she's done. Um, this isn't goodbye. It's it's matinee. And Micah obviously translated all of that. Um, and obviously Micah and Megan, and even Hanako cried backstage uh, because Megan was yeah. leaving. Hanako cries a lot, I'm starting to learn. Hanako does cry a lot. Uh, I respect <laughs> it, though. I respect someone who's in tune with their emotions. I feel that. I cry a lot as well, Hanako. Shouts out. Um, that was not the main event. There was another match after that. But yeah, Megan Bain is gone. Uh, she was lovely. We talked about it earlier. We're kind of running out of time, so we're not going to dive into it too much. But Megan Bay was tremendous in, in stardom. She was really, at first, it felt like she was just, like, there and, like, kind of yeah. caused another disruptor in, in a in a kayfabe sense, even, uh, where she was just there and you had to deal with her. Mm-hmm. And certain wrestlers could do that in an entertaining way and certain wrestlers couldn't. Um, but over time, she really grew into her shoes and became, like, one of the highlights of most of the shows, a lot of the house shows especially. So. Yeah, part I mean, of me nothing but love to her. Really wishes that Suzu May and uh, Megan got like a short artist run. Like, oh, one hundred percent. Like you know how like a lot of times, I mean they were the like, best trio at that point. You know, like, yeah. like when long term foreigners come over, they usually get like a token run of some sort. Yeah, so it's kind of it's, it's upsetting that she couldn't. Obviously, she got the big matches, but. I would have loved if she could have. And it also seemed like she was, like, set to leave every month, basically. (laughs) So I get why they were like, we'll give you a big match. But other than that, we can't really commit because you can't commit fully. Yeah. Um, As we learned, it was a weird situation where it's like, yeah, you know, she'll probably get called back at any time. And as we learned uh, after the show, she would have preferred probably to stay a little bit longer. But it's okay. You know how I know um, that though, because she always said yes to staying longer. <laughs> yeah, n- not only that, but uh, like, like I said, she very much seemed like she was just like, I don't want to fucking go. <laughs> exactly. Like I was vibing. I'm, 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 I'm grooving over here. Um, so yeah, I could definitely see her going back at some point, whether it's with AEW's uh, allowance or not. Uh, if if she, you know, 
once that contract's over, she just is like, oh, I'm going to do another couple tours of Japan and then do whatever I do. I, like, I could definitely I, see that from her. I know we're running out of time. Mm. I just want to make the point, like, AW, you have you have been handed two superstars from Star. Oh, yeah. Superstars. Mariah May comes in as a full package. May and Bane's now going to come back as this, like, unbelievable 90 percent full package i would say right like, her promos are still um, rough but that's that's okay like i said you can work around that exactly and you can have her be a silent monster in a woman's division that doesn't Could really that. have that yeah it's like don't mess this up i know you and might she, but don't these wrestlers also have like this cult fan base now like that that's mm-hmm. something about and i'm, I'm pretty again i i Resay things I said last week and before a lot, so I apologize, everybody. But if you are a good foreigner in stardom, yeah, foreign stardom fans like Western stardom fans will support you. I mean, look at Jamie Hayter, right? Right. Like when when she was getting beat every week in AEW, like the people who watched her in stardom were like, "Nah, she's got something. Y'all just y'all just got wait." You know, like, mm-hmm. this is like, we are not giving up on her because she's, she's, she's one of ours type of thing. You know, there, there's that yeah. real passion from, I mean, I, and I, I speak for myself here. That's like, I will always support a Jamie Hayter, a, a Mariah May and a Megan Bain because yeah. they were all, you know, they became so great in the system and mm-hmm. you just have that respect and that like admiration for them you know it's it's like like i said like it's like they're one of your own type of thing um megan Bain should not lose for a long time <laughs> yes yes I, I feel like that should be obvious um but also i'm also scared of AEW with those long streaks because they're not very good at them uh no. we saw what happened with with jade um but that's but the thing, that, right? Like Megan's a, animal, a lot that's better a than animal. Jade was. Yeah, Jade, Megan can have did. like actual matches all the time, um, if they wanted to. But yeah, like I, I just think that like Megan Bain is really good, and she has this uh, supportive fan base who really wants her to succeed. Um, and it's it's just a matter of capitalizing on that if you're AEW. So, uh, mm-hmm. Matane to Megan Bain, she is tremendous, and I hope she does very well on American TV because she deserves to. Um, they better not fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> and also come back, please. Whenever, whenever we 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 will we will want you back, please. Whenever Tony's not booking you, come back. So give it a few months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the main event of the evening was a 13th anniversary special eight-person tag team match. Um, it was Sayakamatani, Tommy Hayashista, Hanan, and Mayu Iwatani defeating. Super team, baby. Yes. Defeating Hazuki, Starlight Kid, Azumi, and Saki Kashima with the moonsault? Yeah, Mayu won with the moonsault on Hazuki. That's a bit disrespectful. You couldn't even get it with two-step? Mayu's all about disrespect this year. That's true. Um, Yeah, so it's it's a team of of all former high-speed champions who were obviously stardom-born and a team of all... Former and future world champions. (laughs) Like, they're kind of... They kind of give it away here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, kid and Ozumi. The you know. <laughs> uh, Back in the line, pal. Yeah. Uh, and everything Ozuki. I everything I saw from the, like all of the pictures that you'll see on like the website and all of the yeah. little clips that you can find that you know 
uh, not really many, but it, it just looked really fun. And I love these sort of mixed match tag teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're always super fun. I think Kid and Izumi are kind of underrated as a duo. I think that they are like I've I've kind of grown cold on the singles pairing between the two of them. Them as a tag team is kind of money. I don't want to see Izumi be factioned with Kid, yeah. but their team is kind of money. So it's it's kind they of would a, love to win tag titles. Double Oh, one hundred percent. I mean. You know, they they had that tag league where it was just like, can we just never stop doing this? And they were like, no, you're you're eternal rivals. It's like, damn, that's tough. Damn, that that's a shame. <laughs> yeah. Um. And yeah, I, I mean, it's it's seven of the best wrestlers, uh, six of the best wrestlers, and also Saki Kashima, who's one of the funniest and and most like, she just gets wrestling, and also Starlight Kid, who might get really good soon. If we need to talk about crazy. So, like, just one second. So, I think Kashima okay. lost in a handicap match to Megan Bain the day before this, mm-hmm. but she couldn't be pinned by Utami, Saya, Mayu, or Hana. Instead, they pinned the high speed challenger. I am concerned that this is leading to cracks in, in stars with Hazuki specifically, oh, which boy. I don't like. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Like, I'm like, I, I've said it before, I'm cool with Ida leaving. Like Wait I get it. Like she might need to, but I I don't like where this might be heading. But what if? But what? But hear me out. I'm not saying I want stars to break up, but hear me out. Suzu, Hazuki, and Maysera. That would be where she would go. And how? Just think about how sick that team would be. Yes, I mean, listen. Now that now that Micah has her own faction, I actually. It 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 is definitely Hazuki. Mm. If anybody's leaving stars, it's Suzuki. Yeah, I thought it was Ida until they like gave Micah the faction. Like Ida Ida with Micah would make sense. Yeah, I don't think Ida works uh, with Suzu as well. No. So yeah, if if anybody is leaving stars imminently, it is Suzuki, and this match is not a good sign of sign for that because the leader of stars did just beat Hazuki. Which could grow resentment. Which what's important though is Crazy Star would stay together, and that's very important. (laughs) That's true. That's true. (laughs) I I was I was fearful that they would end up being one of the best uh, tag teams in Stardom to disband before they won the tag belts. We might have more time on that. We'll see. I I hope we do. I hope we do. But those were the award shows. Getting onto the awards really quickly. I know that we are two minutes away from two hours, so Alex is probably uh, pulling. Their we hair out a little early, a little early. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Hours. We're 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 nearing two hours. Alex is probably pulling pulling their hair out. So we're gonna get through these awards, talk about them very quickly, and then get to the preview, which is a small preview. There's not much going on this it's weekend. It's the pit, baby. We're going back to the pit. Um, Storm Awards. The MVP. You guessed it, Tam Nakano. <sighs> it is very funny that like I don't think any westerner is like oh yeah tam was undisputedly the 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 best wrestler last year because she was hurt and when she wasn't hurt she wasn't doing like great work and uh this world of star and title reigns ever yeah like she was doing even even relative to like years prior like i haven't been a big tam fan in in a few years now but even pro- even compared to like 22 it was a bad year for tam like in terms of everything except for champion. 
except for winning the double championship. Yeah. So I get why they vote they ranked her here because it's Stardom Awards, but like Shoe Pro was a fucking mind blower to me, you know, because I was like she had a yeah. terrible year, but you know, like she I said, that's, that's just a disconnect. That's just a she disconnect from 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 me and and the Japanese Shoe Pro, Tokyo base. Sports, and now Stardoms, yeah. Triple Crown, if you will. Um, How dare you! Which which ones which ones worth less? Actually, uh, got to this one. Nakajima versus. Or, or the uh, AJPW one now. Sick. Now I think about it. All the triple crowns, not not doing hot. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> just, well, Nakajima's doing well. He's just well. He's not champion. <laughs> he well, he is. That shit. No, no, no. He just said, "I don't want to hold it until I need to go on my Rocky quest." Okay. Best bout of stardom in 2023 <laughs> was Julia versus Megan Bain on December yeah, this 29th. Was um, this was them no, giving they, Megan Bain the title. They do that, right? Like, I mean, this has always been the case for the um, the five star. They do that every year. Yeah. The only like the only time I kind of agreed with that was the Micah versus Jamaica one, which wasn't even the best match of that year. It was just my favorite. Bro, uh, it wasn't even but, the best match of that show. Easy. I don't remember the show. <laughs> I, I think I think Suzu and Julia was probably better. Uh, one for oh, one. Oh yeah, it was definitely better. But just in terms of just like what it meant, I thought the Miami match was better. But they do this with everything. Yeah. Every time they give best bouts, it's very like political, even though it doesn't need to be. It, it well, just everyone kind of gets a trophy. No one gets two. Yeah, that's true. So. Uh, and and that is why the best unit was Queen's Quest. Uh. Which makes sense because right. because the cage match, like even though Stars was uh, you know hitting on higher cylinders for most of the year, Queen's Quest had the story, they had the vibe, they had everything behind them, and I think that works, especially because Oedotai won last year. So them defeating Oedotai at their own game several times makes it like Queen's Quest obviously should have won, uh, and they Tommy did. Wore so, a suit, so that was sick. Utami drew a lot of parallels to uh to the Regals. <laughs> which i find very funny <laughs> uh people were like why does she kind of look like like a mix of william regal and charlie dempsey if they were japanese that's a weird combo that's crazy um, that's crazy yeah not my words other other people's uh next was the best tag team which was not to point soriano uh they had like two matches but those two matches were tight so like yeah they were good it's fair well, you know? who else would you pick if Seven Up had wrestled like two more times, Seven Up. <laughs> like, I would have really. Been, I would have even considered uh, well, like the two teams I thought of were them and uh, Rose Gold, and I was like, well, those both lasted two seconds. Yeah, that's true. That, that's the issue ultimately. Is none of the tag teams yeah. were very specifically. Shout uh, out Rose Gold uh, though. Remember them? Rose Gold was cool. They they were cool. Um, special achievement was Mayu Watani. So instead of this year it being the person who defeats. The, the top wrestlers without being a champion it was just the the uh omnipresent top wrestler in stardom see um, i read it as we need to give mayu an award yes that, that's that's the beautiful thing with awards sometimes is that it's like in certain areas in like sumo uh yeah. it's very there's reasons for the awards but in pro wrestling it's like we need to give this person an award because they did stuff but they didn't really do enough to be an mvp or something like that it's, uh speaking of which kind of like uh one sec i don't need to go ahead go ahead, go ahead. um i lost it damn it my bad 
Uh, speaking of which, good, I had a good joke. Mirai, Mirai grabs best skill um, because she needed an award. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, this breaks yeah. the streak of Azuki oh, pretty much. I remember my joke. A... Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, do, you, do you remember the Tokyo Sports Awards? How they tossed Kano and like MVP yes. and get a single vote? It was so like, depressing. And then they were like, "Here, you can have this award." And he was probably like, "Uh huh." Like you got thanks. fighting spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Disrespectful. Which was which like, works. I think I think fighting yeah. spirit does fit Kano because you know it's it's very much like he might yeah. not have been the best wrestler of the year, but he was putting MVP in. MVP was just so mean though. Similar. Suzu Suzuki wins fighting spirit. Um, which she was my MVP. Like I, I would have put her as yeah. MVP uh, in a heartbeat, but I get her not, you know, being world champion and wonder champion and all that shit. So her getting fighting spirit was definitely valid and deserved. And then the shining award, which was the fan vote, was actually Micah, which I mm-hmm. wonder if they disqualified Tam from the fan vote because you boy. should get the MVP and the and the, yeah. Maybe I wonder if they. People. I wonder if if this was like of the rest, which would be kind of less impressive for micah but I, it <laughs> yeah. was definitely deserved by micah micah was uh the hottest wrestler of the second half of last year for the sake and of Pep, we'll give we'll give micah the credit yeah totally she was she was the hottest wrestler of the second half of last year and she was the teammate of the hottest wrestler of the first half of last year so <laughs> you know fair point I, I think it's fair um and yeah those were the storm awards uh alex didn't let me do our own storm awards last week but you know we hear. That's crazy. Uh, you should have well, heard. You just him. did it anyways. Yeah, you should, yeah. It, he was. It was. They were so depressed. It was very funny. Um, not funny that they were depressed. Just the way they sounded was very oh, funny. Jesus. Um, love you, Alex. <laughs> Miss you. Uh, come back soon. Uh, <laughs> this weekend we have two shows to talk about very quickly before we head out for uh, Alex's first show. return. This is my pit. Hell yeah! Out, me and Alex. Uh, hopefully, if he if he is good to go next week. Uh, We'll be talking about the Sunday Pit because that will be the show that will be uploaded by the time we record. Love that. Um, first match at Sendai Pit will be Mei Sarah versus Miyu Amasaki. That's gonna that be could be good. They have good chemistry together, as they do. you know. I'm just scared. I'm scared of for Amasaki. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's going to be like, all right, slow, think she gets eaten please alive. slow down. Yeah. yeah. I like Amasaki. I think she's doing really well lately. But How, how on a... On a scale of one to Hikaru Shida versus the Inabas, how eaten alive will she be by Mei Sarah? <laughs> um, no, like a... Not as bad. Not as bad. There's no way that it's as bad as Shida versus the Inabas. <laughs> no. That's pretty funny. Um, I'm going to go like six. I don't think it'll be too bad. I think, <laughs> I, like, I think Mei Sarah is like... She's obviously we we talked about her earlier. She's slowing down. She'll be smart enough not to just run amok on this poor girl. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. That'll be a fun match. I'm sure. I'm I'm sure they can figure something out there. Uh, next up is a main event in any arena. It is my Sakurai versus Karara Sayaka. That's crazy. Sakura should win. <laughs> she I agree. She's better than my Sakurai is. You know what's rare. Both Sayakas are better than my Sakurais. Including Unagi? Yes. Nice. That's the other Sayaka, isn't it? Well, isn't there <laughs> one like Gato move or something? Oh, yeah. 
She's also I haven't seen her in a while, but she's pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, like she has good forearms she, or something. Yeah, she she was pretty cool as far as I remember. So yeah, that's <laughs> rough for my Sakurai, but we are here. Um, she should hit the the Gene Blast and win. That's my. Opinion. <laughs> uh, next up. Oh, this is actually a rare instance of me being excited for a Julia versus Oedo type match. It is Julia and Suzu Suzuki versus BMI 2000, Natsuko Tora and Ruaka. That could be a heater. Like, that, that actually be. sounds really good if if they like, but Sunday Pit, so. Yeah, but Suzu, like, tries. Yeah, but I think Ruaka actively, like, spites. Sunday pit. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That's tough. So like I, that I, might be. We'll I'll see. hold out hope. I'll hold out yeah. hope. I'll hold out hope as well. That that could be really good. Um, next up is a match I'm almost positive we just saw. It is Yuna Mizumori and Soriano versus Starlight Kid and Momotsunabe of Black Desire. I don't think we did. Oh no, that was Ano and Suzu. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, they cheated. They're like, ah, uh, we can't. I didn't really care for that match, so this will probably be a little bit worse. (laughs) Yuna tries, though. Yeah, no. Yuna's a big effort wrestler, and I appreciate that. I always appreciate that, but... Yeah, it's gonna be fine. It'll be a a, um, mid-card tag match on a Sendai Pit show. This card is, like, kind of good. Like, it's it's not... If it was anywhere else, I'd be excited. It's a... It's a fun house show outside of the Sakurai Sayaka match. Like it is a hey, house show. Respect Sayaka. Hey, I like Sayaka, but you got to put her in beer. And you got to put her in positions to succeed, and that's not one of them. <laughs> I um, almost might watch it just because I want her to hit the spear on my Sakurai. That's valid. That's valid. Uh, actually, we need we need Unagi Sayaka versus Karara Sayaka because that like Unagi taking that spear, you know she would fucking be bent into seven pieces it would be sick yeah it would look like a Braun breaker spear she would sell the fuck out of that that's that's a must um anyway next match is the uh debut of the unnamed faction led by micah and mina is micah mina shirakawa wakasugiyama and hanako versus utami hayashishta sayakamitani azumi and lady c of queen's quest uh this is definitely a place for um the new faction to pin lady c so that they can triumphantly name themselves uh it's probably just micah over lady c pretty easily oh i actually like their uh team name new unit i thought they were yeah keep that. oh actually actually um i don't know if you heard i actually got intel um i got a scoop on their new name it is actually oh, yeah. the new breed they're gonna come out to <laughs> marcus corvan's theme song you're going See, down, be the down down the coming smooth you know what i mean <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> I know it's never gonna happen, but that'd be so. That's good. such like a specific joke. <laughs> yep. Everyone's but, gonna be like, yeah. "What?" That's the new breed right go, there. That's a new breed. Listen, listen, every Stardom Quest listener, go do yourself a favor. Go to YouTube. Look up Marcus Corbon Smooth. You will never regret. It is like such a good song. <laughs> and then look up Kung Fu Naki theme song, and you, you will might regret, regret it. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's definitely not from Milwaukee. But yeah, so they will name themselves after this match, and I'm excited for that. This could be a good match. I mean, I'm interested in this in this quadruple here. You know what I mean? It, it, it could be. The only problem? Sendai Pit. Yeah. Um, oh, that's bad karma, by the way, that they're naming their group in the Sendai Pit. <laughs> you want to go to hell? Go to the Sendai Pit and name your, t- your faction. Uh, 
they should have they should have ran Ren Narita versus Shota Umino in the pit. That would have been yeah. crazy. Uh, I I just want everyone to know. I'm looking <laughs> at my uh, match guy while I'm reading these matches off because I already have them in. And I got confused, and I read John Moxley versus Gringo Loco, and I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Special attraction show? match: John Moxley versus the Japan debut. It's not the Japan debut. the The good company in Japan debut of Gringo Loco. I'm sorry. <laughs> and the main event is a five on five match. We can do these now because people are are getting back from injury, and also uh, factions are kind of getting loaded up. Be good. It, it is Mayu Iwatani, Hazuki, Hanan, Saeeda, and Yuzuki versus. Let's freaking group. Sorry. I agree. Versus Mirai, Ami, Sore, Shuri, Sakikashima, and Rana, Rana Yagami. Um, this could be really fun. I, I think I think this is like a really cool combo. I think these two teams work well together. Uh, who pins who? Uh, stars should win. Didn't answer my question. Who pins who? I could see who's up. Who's who's up? Who's up right now? I think Hazuki pins Sakikashima. I was thinking Hazuki over Rana. That makes more sense. I didn't. I was thinking. Her. I was thinking Hazuki or Hanan. Maybe Hanan over Rana. My my pedestal has Rana already above Sakikashima in my interest nah. levels. In my interest levels. In my interest okay, levels. Okay. Not not in like obviously she won't. See, uh, since Saki's return, I've been like really into her. I've been a- appreciating her comedic genius. Oh, I do too. But more. like, I just Rana kicks people in the head. That's true. She does. She kicked Azumi in the face one day. Oh, that was, so that was good. Crazy. And then like Izuki like threw her with a judo throw. It was awesome. Yes. All right, we should probably finish this. Correct. Uh, next next show will be on the twenty eighth. Uh, that is Sunday. It'll be Stardom in. Tokorozawa, uh, the Saitama, uh, Sakura Town, Japan Pavilion Hall A. I don't know how Alex does this every week. Um, <laughs> first match, once again, main event in any arena: Saki Kashima versus Wakasuki Yama. Waka pinned that, Saki last year. That that was another win. That was another win that that Waka got was over Saki Kashima in the Cinderella. That is a I, match. Maybe. That maybe maybe she replaced Saki Kashima. I don't remember. Uh, Saki, Saki will win. Sure. Oh, and then your dream match. It is a three-way. I'm, kill you. I'm already going to kill you. I already know. Do you know what it is? Lying. No, I don't. Oh, it's 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 your dream match. I'm kidding. It is your hell match. It is Karasayaka. Hey, I like her. Versus Amisore versus my Sakurai. Dear God, <laughs> I had to start. I had to start high and take you low. You know what I mean. I had to take you to the. Oh room. my God! Oh, that's rough. They should have put that in the Sendai pit. That is dire. Yeah. Um. Next match is uh, uh, uh It is Unimon and and Soriano versus uh, Young OED, Starlight Kid, and Ruaka. Can I just so. take a second to... So, so Sayori picks and chooses the tour she's on, right? She's not on every Pretty tour. Much. Why the hell is she on this tour? Well, and because she has to build before. to her, her title match next week. Yeah, but the week before would have been so much better. I know she had an Oz show, but my God. Yeah, she had to face Ooh. Crusher Maid Amari. What do you know about that? That's Shut Mad Dog up. Military. <laughs> <laughs> 
in a battle royal. That was my birthday present. Um, <laughs> Crusher made Amari in 2024. It's crazy. Uh, the next match is also an interesting... Actually, this looks quite... I'm excited for this one. This is uh, Julia, Suzu Suzuki, and Mei Sarah versus the God's Eye team of Shuri, Mirai, and Rana Yagami. That's sick. That's heat. That's heat. <laughs> that's heat. That's all. Like the, that's all. That's all good. That's great. That's shooters. Yeah. That's that's everybody here. Like this is. Yeah. I love that. The, the 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 biggest fear here is a low effort Julia. That is it. Anybody well, anybody else? It's like I expect there's a pretty high consistency here. That's, the secret that's, is it's pretty keep easy. her out of the match for most. Of it. <laughs> yeah, she just does the high spots against Shuri. That's that's the move. That's the move. There you go. That's probably what they do truthfully. Because like May Sarah's gonna be in it for like half, and Suzu will be in there for like thirty percent. Yeah, and then then Julia will do the rest and probably get the win. Likely, because for whatever that's reason, that's that's, that's screwed up, man. Just be out of yeah, protect. <laughs> like I said, if she does the EO gimmick of her not actually going to WWE so for whatever reason and just being like, "I'm still here, guys," hi. <laughs> hi i i so, sorry about like the spanning ddm and all that that was that was my bad i shouldn't have done that uh can i do something <laughs> uh that, that'll be the funniest thing in startup she'd be the number happens. two and crazy star oh jesus number three uh May yeah, number three respect um next up is uh the queen's quest duo of lady c and utami versus the stars duo of hazuki and yuzuki uh the new neo oh. team moon is here uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so so uh, I wasn't that we, interested until you said Hazuki and Yuzuki as a duo. It's it's the new it's the new team Moon because they both have the same kanji, mm-hmm. the Moon kanji in their names. The Moon uh, Arrow, Yuzuki. Yes, that's. that's do, do you know that the first kanji means arrow and the second kanji means Moon? That's why she's the. That's the yes, moon arrow. I did. She's the Moon Arrow. Moon Just arrow. like how the Northern Lights bomb is called the Northern Lights bomb because. Akira Hokuto means northern bright light. <laughs> well, Akira, Akira Hokuto is real. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Hazuki and Yuzuki sounds like a really fun pairing, so I'm excited to see that. And also, Imagine Utami that there with those two. And it was Utami and Azumi. Man, why you gotta make things worse? Like, Well, I'm making things better. It's just they're not doing the match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Someday. Next up is a trios match. It is Saeeda, Hanan, and Mayu Utani of Stars taking on the Oedotai trio of Natsuko Tora, Watanabe, and Rina. Uh, probably Hanan over Rina. Wait, no, fuck, it's Ida here. So uh, I guess Natsuko <laughs> or Momo wins. Um, yeah. have, have I ever told you that stat that's like Ida's beaten Natsuko and or Momo like twice ever? That's so sad. Like in any combination of of tag matches, she's been like see, and I could see a you few times the time to learn that too. I mean, it's pretty easy. It's a cage match, you know. It's match. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it it's like disturbing. Like it like she's beaten them like four times ever. Like not even That's just her crazy. pinning them. Just in any <laughs> any semblance of a tag team match, she always gets beaten by Natsuko and Momo. So we'll see. I mean, I could see a uh, Hanan over Arena here, but I feel like the triumphing uh narrative is uh you know xl over ida because it's just how it be alex is gonna kill us yeah <laughs> this is yeah we're still going. For no we're still going still going 
uh, that's just how I be. I mean, I, I, I'm hosting, so cry me a river. Um, nice. The man, I, the I got it in there. The I got it in there. I'm always a scapegoat. I'm always a scapegoat. <laughs> I can't believe that Shooter's next feud. Oh, my God. <laughs> what well, are we doing? It, it's evil first and then the scapegoat. Oh, man, what a legendary train of wrestlers. Um, the main event and the last thing we will talk about today is Micah, Mina Shirakawa, and Hanako, uh, the unnamed unit, uh, facing off against Sai Kamatani, Azumi, and Miyu Amasaki of Queen's Quest. This is uh, one last prelude to Micah versus Sai Kamatani, which means it will probably not be as good as it should be because they hate doing prelude matches. Hey, I, I prefer you save everything for the title match. And hey, yeah, that's what I mean. I'm I'm cool with it. But I like this match. I was like, oh, this could be good. And I remembered, oh, Micah and and e and Kamatani specifically phoned it in for for their prelude yeah. matches against each other. So um, we'll see. And I, I think right. this is also another great showing for the new unit. I think this could you know kind of show what we got there. So except for that, yeah, as let, well. let Mina and Saya wrestle. They're not trying against that. each other. Oh, you know, a little bit maybe. Let let Hanako run over Azumi and Miyu, like a bunch of. There times. you go, that's, that's that's the way. That's, that's the, the way of this getting uh, a nice little rating and sending the fans home happy. The fans being me and you. Hell yeah! Um, but that's all. Luckily, because if we win any longer, I might have a death threat coming from Ireland. Um, you're gonna have one anyways. Yeah, yeah, but you know that's how it be. Uh, we did a two-hour plus show about house shows. Yeah, but it's the Storm Awards, you know, and, and a new That's faction. True. And, you know, I talk a lot. Yeah, take that, Alex. We don't, we don't get to talk that much. You know, we don't get to talk every single week like me and Alex do. So it's like I have more to say. Uh, but, yeah, that that's all for the show. I hope you all enjoyed. Um, come back next week. I'm not sure if Alex will be back for, for the show next week. Um, if not, I will either drag scott back on the show or i will get some other guests to entertain us all as we talk about the upcoming pay-per-view the stack pay-per-view we kind of alluded to today and all of the good stuff from the sendai pit because there will <laughs> definitely be good stuff from the sendai pit um but yeah thanks thanks for listening scott you have any closing remarks i got nothing i'm tired uh thanks for having me uh, I hope I I hope I could replace Alex in my, my only way. I I wasn't too snappy today. I'm actually proud of myself. Oh, um, yeah, I, I've heard I've heard you snappy before. You were you were pretty even keeled. I'm I. It's been a fine day today, so that's it's, good. Uh, that's probably why. Usually when I wake up for Ring Post Radio, it's uh, I'm I'm fresh and ready to go. Uh, but we yeah, both had mean, a, we both had a birthday in the past week, and Alex is is within the next week in in two that's days. True. Actually. That's uh, true. So uh, everyone say happy birthday, birthday Alex. <laughs> yeah, editing this. Yeah. Um, tonight or is he usually do it? No, he does it in the morning. Oh, okay, well, have fun with that, Alex. Uh, but yeah, you could uh, follow me at Scotty Wrestling on Twitter if you uh, don't already. That's 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 the only plug I'm going to give today. Yeah, uh, we already gave the Ring Post Radio plug. Um, but yeah, for... I, for... Damn it. <laughs> I, I think you to celebrate Mayu's 13th anniversary. Oh yeah, that's why we were here. That's yeah. why I invited you. Was because yeah. it was Mayu's thirteenth. That's probably At why she beat Azuki. Mayu. It was because it's Mayu. So they gave her a bigger win. The goat. That's cope right there. Um but yeah, for, for Scott E wrestling, I have been Dylan Murray. Uh believe today, shine tomorrow, you decide what you believe in. Ejo.
You could say the say the. Oh, Ijo. Sorry, I completely spaced out. 